The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. What the hell is going on in this place? What the hell? Why the hell is that not working? Hang Hang on, don't talk to me in the ears, James, because I'm not not as intelligent as um, some people, so I can't do that. The cable's in. Let's try... What the hell is going on? This? There's that. There's that. No. Right, we've got to sort this out, guys. We've got to sort this out, guys. Why the hell is that not... It's it's a terrible start to a, an award-nominated show, I'll be honest with you. Our guest is um, is held up because um, the cab company keeps cancelling, and now the computer doesn't work. I wonder why that is. Let me just see. Oh, double Dutch works. Well, we're done. We'll, we'll, what we'll do is we'll do the classic... Switching it off and turning it back on again. In the meantime, good evening, uh, 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 Alan Caddick. Evening. evening, Alan. Is Katie in the studio? Not yet. We are. Um, we've had uh, our cab cancelled for some reason. Oh no! Well, who cancelled it? Well, no, they did. What? What would have come in? Let's name and shame the company. No, no, no let's, not let, let's not do that, Alan. That's not. That's not how it works. I'm afraid, buddy. But, 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 good effort. Good effort. What a terrible start to a show. What an absolutely shocking start to a show. It can only get worse. Is Gatford? Yeah. Uh, you know how things aren't working in the studio. Yes, sir. Yeah, that will be me because I want compensation for my dead right arm. Okay, okay. He's gone as well. So. Yeah. Ay, 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 ay. Feisty, um, I'm going to say it, sparky start to the show there. Two calls, 30 seconds, bishy-bashy-boshy. They are gone. Katie Puckrick will be joining us shortly if we can find a cab driver that's prepared. If they bail again, I'm going to go myself. You go. You go. You do, and we'll, we'll have you on the phone. You can start. Here we go. This is this is a feature. Um, stars in cars. You can go, and you can go and interview her in the car, and I'll... Um, Right, let me just see if this works now. I do apologise, guy. I like to do a... Um, now, why is that not playing? That should be... That should be playing out of there. Isn't that funny? Something, Something's happened. Something's happened. Hmm. Tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do the, 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 this... Song calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down. Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's 
show you're gonna go and pick her up phone us up when she's in the car kath phone us up in the car what's an awful start what a pig in awful start to the to the to the week um I've, we fixed the computer and um no one will pick up our guest i don't know why is she banned is katie puckrick banned from uh from cars um i'm gonna call them out uber pull you pull and listen i know it's controversial and i use black cabs i use mini cabs i use uber i use buses i use i use all of these things right but for christ's sakes uber you've ca- three of you have cancelled um uh, katie puckrick what the hell is that about three of you have cancelled shame on you shame on you you absolute dodgepot that's terrible terrible um behavior hey not as terrible as the other day well maybe it's more terrible did we mention this on air um Kath bought me a posh sandwich from uh, Marks and Spencers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, by the way, because it looks like we're going to be filling for the next twenty minutes. And posh sandwich from Marks and Spencers. And here's something you don't expect in a Marks and Spencers sandwich. She handed it to me, and then we looked through the little um, sort of clear plastic window, and there was a delicious sandwich in there. It's also a little fly flying around in the sandwich uh well of course pictures were taken uh, t- uh tweets were sent 20 pound mark suspense voucher on its way now here's the thing here's the thing i ate the sandwich no i know i i, I, I now i know i i ate the sandwich all right i have had the trots since friday i have actually been um um Trying not to swear on the show anymore. Do you want to get that call? Thank you, James. Um, I have been um, passing water. It has been... I, I, I think I've eaten that fly's um, little babies. It's little eggs. So this evening, lots to talk about. We'll talk about Kate... We'll talk about with and to Katie Puckrick in a bit. We will talk about um, things that have been cancelled. Uh, 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. The best freebies and compensation that you have blagged. Let's go to Jonathan. Good evening, Jonathan. Hello, Ian. Hello, Jonathan. I have a true story of dishonour and deceit. Oh, this is absolutely perfect for nine minutes past ten on a Monday. Yes. Well, it's. Have you ever heard of the Libertarian Party UK? The Libertarian Party UK. No, I have not heard of those guys. Well, most people haven't. They're a very small fringe party. Right. Uh, But unfortunately, about seven years ago, a certain cabinet minister was very anxious about them. Right. So anxious, in fact. Yes. And this is from what I've heard from uh, people in the Libertarian Party. Right. uh, That uh, he 
this politician contacted yes. a senior high court judge right. in order to get that party banned. Okay. Right. This Don't, was back in... Okay. Don't give us any... No names, no pack drill at the moment. No, 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 no names. No. This was back in October 2010. Great year. On, I think it was the 12th of December of the same year. Yep. This petition was rejected by the same judge yes. over a telephone uh, hearing. Okay. But not to be deterred, this cabinet politician yes. uh, decided to use government-owned hacking software wow. to hack into this uh, the Libertarian Party's uh, website, their membership details. They kept information on yes. the party, yes. on the uh, his department's computers. Yes. And when the webmaster and the leader of the party uh, went to court to gain this information through freedom of information laws, yes, uh, they, uh, they refused to uh, release the information. Wow. So much so that the then chief constable of Avon and Somerset Police yes. wrote a letter about this cabinet minister to the Serious Fraud Office. Gosh. And this letter was buried deep within the in-tray. Can, 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 I, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah. Why, why are you telling me all this? Because I'm uh, I trust you to reveal the truth. This is this is this is your chance to prove that you are not mainstream media. I'm owned by Murdoch. He writes. He literally, he metaphorically signs his name on my paychecks. Yes, but he doesn't run the show. Well, does that? Ah, no, he doesn't. But but his Zionist masters do. Well, we're not talking about the Zionist masters. We're oh. talking about. Okay. Uh, uh, you, a, you know, once this phone call is ended, I'm not going to look into this any further whatsoever. Fine. Just flagging that up. Just flagging that up so we both know yes. where we stand. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Fine. Yep. Fine. Yep. So um, this chief constable was later sacked from his job yes. on an unrelated issue. Okay. And the hacking of the Libertarian uh, Party website was so bad yes. that in March 2013 alone... <sighs> 16,000 hacks were made on the website. Okay. What do, I don't know what and that... What, what do you... Hang on. What does that mean, 16,000 hacks? That it was hacked into 16,000 times in one month. Okay. And uh, this politician lost his seat in the 2015 election. Does this get, does we, this get interesting at any point? That's the question. Because at the moment, well, I, I am, I am, uh, uh, I, I swear, if, if, if Katie Puckrick was here, I swear to God, this, this, you would have lasted 30 <laughs> seconds. You, you, you well, are literally filler. Well, don't you think that it's very disturbing that a cabinet minister can get a minor political party um, uh, banned? Or try to get them banned. Well, but he hasn't got them banned. No, but he tried to. I don't find I, I don't find it disturbing that people try to get parties banned. I don't find that disturbing, no. Well that that answer is why we are in the mess we're in. No, it's not, because he wasn't successful. If he had got it banned, then that would be interesting, but he didn't. He tried to get it banned. I tried to get a bus driver sacked for being a knob. He didn't get sacked. He was a knob, though. Well, I think this is a little more serious 
than that. No, he, he held me prisoner once. This is absolutely true. This bus driver held me hostage on a bus. Oh, that sounds interesting. It was. It was more interesting than your call. It's true. He held me hostage on a bus because I refused to get off. And then he went, right, Sodja, you're staying on the bus and I'll drive it back to the depot. So he's driving at high speeds and he wouldn't stop and let me off. I had to phone up the bus company and tell them I was being held prisoner. And then when we came to some traffic lights, I pressed the button that automatically opens the door and I jumped off. It doesn't sound like... You were held prisoner to me. It just sounds like you were being stubborn and the driver was being equally stubborn. Well, OK, there is there is possibly... There is possibly... I mean, yes, we were both... Neither of us came out of that in glory. I'm going to be honest, Jonathan. Neither of us came out of that looking particularly uh, um, uh, heroic. But um, I, I was definitely... He wouldn't let... It, hey, listen, the bus was going at high speed. He ignored the bell. He refused to let me off. I consider that being held a prisoner. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Well, so far we've got what have uh, what's cancelled on you? The best freebies you've ever got, and um, when have you been held a prisoner? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We call you back, guys. This calls on us. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I'm going to be honest. This is uh, this is the worst start to the show. Um, a terrible omen of what the feek uh, the the feek the week um, is going to bring. Seventeen, eighteen minutes into the show, and I'm thinking we just sack this off and 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 we just we just go. Do you know what? We got nominated for an award today. Um, that's as good as it's going to get. Because if <laughs> if the awards committee are listening to tonight's show, then I'm afraid it's going to be Jeremy Vine walking away with that award. Imagine that. Imagine that. My radio. Hey, you know who's hosting the award show? Yeah? Scott Mills. So here's the thing, right? Imagine this. Imagine if I did win that award in, when is it? October, I think. Imagine if I won that award. You know what's going to happen? Scott will win one two weeks later. That's how it works. He likes to recycle other people's ideas here's something i wanted to talk to you about now i don't know very much about this okay this has not been researched overly well by me it's just a few people have mentioned it and i know that some of you um will know more about this than i do what's the date today where are we is it the i think it's the 18th the the 18th okay now, what's this about the world ending on the 23rd? Anyone? Anyone know about this? I have seen several people saying online, <laughs> they're saying it online, that the world is going to end on the 23rd of September. But I haven't really looked into it um that much so i don't know how it's going to end or what is going to cause it so does anybody actually know why they're saying the world is going to end on the uh, uh, 23rd of september it's not another are they the mayans the Mayans? 
Is it is it a, a Mayan um, prophecy type thing? Is that what it is? I, I honestly have absolutely no idea. So if anybody can please um, shed some light on it, because didn't the Mayans say it was going to end in 2012? Hence the movie, um, which I believe was called 2012, where the world came to an end and they all um, went off in, uh, in in giant pods that have been paid for by billionaires. Um, so I don't quite know what it is that is going to bring about the end of the world. Uh, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Saturday. Saturday. I'm doing it. I'm going to the theatre Saturday afternoon to see that new play with Paddy Considine, which is supposed to be really good. Although I believe they kill a goose on stage. So, um, my vegan and vegetarian friends, you probably don't want to go and see that. And then I'm doing a show in the evening um, in North London. Well, I'm going to play the radio, but I don't know if there's any point in me telling you about this. Because if the world has ended... Um, and there's no point in you buying a ticket, but but you, maybe you should buy a ticket anyway, because if it, I, jeez, I don't know, man, I don't know what's going to happen. The world's the world's got to end at some point, um, and there's no reason it shouldn't be uh, it shouldn't be Saturday, um, but I, I don't know what it's what it is supposed to be. If you can shed any light on that whatsoever, oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call about that, because um, I'm going to be honest with you guys, there's 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 no calls, there's no producer, there's no guest. There's no air conditioning. There's no content. So I'm kind of... uh, I'm kind of thinking. Maybe we just... Maybe we just sit here and wait. I mean, I'm assuming that Kathy's going to come back with Katie. We've got fingers crossed. But this is... I mean, what a... What a shockingly bad start to a late-night radio show on a national, a national broadcaster. Yes, we're only on DAB, I know. But still, we're national. We're not not even local. We're not like Pete Price or... And I'm not knocking local. I'm just saying local have got smaller budgets... Smaller teams, and, and yet they still manage to churn out quality show after quality show after quality show. We're national. We did a, we, Catherine and I did a, a rabbit hole show last night. It was all right. It was all right. It wasn't brilliant. It was all right. I've, I've ne- I nearly had a migraine today. I've had to take, well, I've had to take more um, branded painkiller pills than 
in one session than it says you're supposed to take for the whole day. That's what I've done. And I don't recommend anyone do that. But I, if I didn't do that, we'd have the migraine. I've got a trapped hair on my neck, so I'm getting a big, horrible spot. So I'm kind of thinking... I'm kind of thinking maybe we just... We just leave it. We don't do it. We don't do the show. Or we wait, you know, we wait until Katie gets here. What do you reckon? Should we do that? I, I, I'm off in two weeks. Maybe I should have taken this week off. I'm spent. Spent. Got to be careful. We've got James Techop in us this, this week, right? If I screw this up, he is going to write a blog about me that is going to that is gonna haunt me for the next 15 years of me being an arsehole. It's going to haunt me. And I'm aware of that, James. I like your writing style, but I, I don't want those poison words turned on me. I just don't want anyone thinking any of this is my fault tonight. None of it is You, you might be branding me an omen. None of this is, none of this is James's fault. This is all down to my incompetence and and uber being a little bit ropey bianca oh hey hey bianca you sound sparky oh well i'm just i'm just coming back from my holiday i'm just waiting for my um euro tunnel the shuttle yes to to get moving right and i was Oh, hearing that you don't have any calls tonight. We've got nothing, Bianca. No calls. Oh, what, what, what is that? There's no calls. There's no producer. There's no guest. There's no. There's no oh content. This is awful. It's a car crash. All right. Do you want to hear about my holiday then? Yeah. So it was a road trip. We started from. Uh, Folkestone, and we went Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, Switzerland, Austria, Liechtenstein, and back to France and England tonight. By the way, if anyone else want to phone, wants to phone up and list countries, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What's in Liechtenstein? Because I didn't think that was a oh, real well, place. It's it's very small. It's kind of small, and it's just. Surrounded by pigs and mountains, yeah. Pigs, not, pigs, not, yeah. Pigs and mountains. Not pigs, pigs, like Pick. yeah, mountains. Peaks. Peaks. Yeah, and pigs, of course, and, and pigs. pigs. Huh? What wild pigs? Do they all wear um l- lederhosen? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, no, no, I don't think they all wear that. I am going to say it. I can't place your accent. I want to say Norwegian, but it isn't Norwegian. No, no, it's not. What is it? A Romanian. I'm from Romania. Is it Romanian? Is it? Mm-hmm. I would never. I would never have guessed that in a million years. Um, yeah. How long have you been over in the UK then? Uh, one year and a half. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, one year and a half. And, um, it, well, <laughs> I think we're, we're going to kick you all out after Brexit, aren't we? I hope we don't, because I like people like you. Well, I, w- I was trying to 
having this conversation tonight, to be honest, but I'm not sure about that. What do you think it will happen if all the old, all the non-UK people will go home? Uh, here's the thing, Bianca. I don't know, but I don't want all of you to be kicked out, because I like all of you. Well, that's nice. Thank you. Yeah, I like all of you. <laughs> well... Bianca, thanks. Well, we just we, we have to live and 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 see what's going to happen with uh, with this Brexit. If we're yes. going to make the the end of the world, no. Well, do, well, this is it. Maybe the twenty third. It's going to be game over. Bianca, listen. I'm yeah. glad you're back safely. I have to go because look. Hang on a second. It's Catherine Boyle, my producer. Word. Um, are you just going to are you just going to list Katie Puckrick's television shows? <laughs> Pajama party. Uh, In the car next. Hi, Katie. We're I, about, I'm we're talking s- about pigs. You're talking about <laughs> pigs. Yeah, because you could do a pig as an oink oink. Oh God. Oh, this is Katie. If you want to turn back now, you can. This has honestly been the worst start to any show we have ever done before. It's all. It's awful. <laughs> is it because I'm not there? Well, it's it's primarily yes. You not being here. Has, has jinxed the entire way. I'm so sorry. We had three cabs cancel on us. I d- are you blacklisted by minicabs? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been in a minicab. Wowzers. Then that may be it. They have a list of people who've never used them before, and they're very, very choosy as to uh, <laughs> uh, who they have in. Um, be careful. Catherine's a, Catherine's a very dangerous driver. Oh, shut your face. Not true. Excuse she's, me? She's responsible. <laughs> She's all right. She's eating the, the laws of traffic. Okay. Well, um, uh, what time do you reckon you'll be in, Kath? Because oh, I swear to God, this has been the worst 30 minutes of broadcasting I've ever, ever done. And I used to be on the 11 o'clock show, so I know bad broadcasting. I'm going to be there about two minutes, but if, if you don't, don't start talking to me, I might be 10. Stick it up your bum, Boyle. There we go. She's gone. I cut, I cut her off. Very rarely I get to do that. She's gone. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. This is really, 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 really. This this is you're listening. Ah, you're listening to Late Night with Ian Collins on LBC, the radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Uh, uh, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Ian. Ian, Ian, Ian. Don't, don't leave, mate. I'm leaving. No, no, please. This is this is an awful waste of broadcasting facilities. Let's get let's get a young student in who'll who'll do this a whole lot better. Oh, I doubt that very much. Oh, mate, come on! They would at least know how to um, uh, um, get a guest to arrive uh, before the start of the show and then play music. Well, that's what you think. I think differently. I well, I think I I think you stink. <laughs> well, fair enough. There yeah, we go. Maybe I do. Maybe you do. Katie Puckrick stinks. Does she really? She does apparently, and we'll be talking about her stench um, at some point this evening. Who knows? Who knows? Well, fair enough. I look forward to listening to that. Anyway, what you got for us, Buzz? Well, um, you asked me to call in um, uh, occasionally. Yes. Uh, for an update. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, How's things going? Uh, things are going okay. I have me up days, I have me down days, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's going ahead 
Uh, as planned. Re- well, now, you just remind, because some people weren't listening last week, just give us, remind us what's going ahead as planned. Okay, well, I've recently been diagnosed with um, uh, lung cancer. Yep. And uh, I've uh, decided uh, to refuse treatment. So uh, I've, uh, uh, I've started my own death sentence. It sounds incredible hearing you say that. That's an incredible sentence to say, you know. And I, 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 It's incredible because we don't hear people say it. it. In some ways, it's quite inspiring. In other ways, it's quite... It was very sad. Well, yeah, it's sad, uh, but it's sad for me. But um, uh, I'm just doing the best uh, I can with what I've got yeah. to, uh, to soldier on, mate. Yeah. That's, that's about do the... You, uh, um, and you don't know how long you got, do you? No, no idea at all. I am informed that uh, those people who refuse treatment quite often jog on and on and on, much longer than the people that, that accept uh, the treatment. I, 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 can, I can well imagine that is the case, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you get down about it? Uh, sometimes, yeah, but... Uh, my daughter is very supportive, and she lifts me up every time uh, we're in contact. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Because I'm going to die. I'm I'm dying in. I'm dying. But you well, know, uh, we're all dying. Re- as somebody recently said to me, "We are all dying." Yeah, we are. And um, you just kind of have a little bit more. I mean, how can remind? Are you, did you say you were seventy six? I have that age in my head. Seventy eight. Seventy. Oh, even even older. You know, and, and um, yeah. um, yeah. It, um, do you? I've got so many questions in. Do you dream well, about it? I've been really having some really crazy dreams recently. I want. No, do you, I I absolutely do not dream about it. I have, um, if you like to call them daydreams, like a. Uh, imaginings and uh, the whole thing goes round and round in your head yeah particularly when there are people that visit me uh start asking me questions about it my uh, my head gets confused and uh, uh quite frankly uh after a while uh, my mind goes blank and i go blank you know i i, I can't handle that mm. what do you do in the daytime what do you do for fun ian for fun, for fun. Uh, well, I, as I told you last week, uh, I am a musician yeah. and I own uh, a number of keyboards, yeah. two of which, uh, well, three of which actually, I've installed in this sheltered accommodation in which I'm living in Carmarthen. Now, um, Carmarthen's bloody miles away, isn't it, from here? It's, it's in Wales, oh, isn't long, it? Long way, long way. It's a, yes, it is Wales, yes. I was going to I was going to say we get you in one night to play us some songs, but it's a bit of a trek, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, mate, because I am uh, quite severely disabled. Right. I can still get around on a walking frame. Yeah. But uh, that, that's it, mate. I had to give up my mobility car and so on. No, and so forth. that's a bugger, isn't it? Yeah, it was a, it was a bummer, absolutely. Well, bummer, bummer. Yeah. But uh, it was a decision I took, having been a driving instructor in the past at oh, some time. Oh, blimey. Um, and I thought, no, no. I'm not safe anymore, so uh, I gave it up. Your daughter couldn't bring you in, could could she? No, no, no. she's uh, living. Uh, if you remember, someone. she's living. Uh, 
She's living 360 miles away from me. Of course she is. In Essex, in Essex, yeah. Well, um, what I want, Ian, is I want to hear... Uh, so if you can't come, um, uh, Katie's joined us. Uh, James, you turn. Ca- I'm just speaking to Ian, who's a gentleman who's Hello, 78. Katie. If you got, you, you, there's a little. If you follow that lead, there should be a little volume control there. Um, Ian's 78, and he's just found out he's got terminal lung cancer, and he's just going to go with it and kind of see what happens. Um, but he's just, he's just. What, you say you're a musician, Ian. What kind of stuff are you playing? Uh, I play keyboard. Good. And I, I like to play uh, some of the old standards going back to the uh, 30s, 40s, 50s. Uh, You're not a Bill uh, Haley fan, are you? Uh, not I will at not all. tolerate that not on this show. Not at all. I can't stand him. Good, good. So we're very anti-Bill Haley on this show, Katie. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a long yeah. story. Um, and I suppose it's if you're in sheltered accommodation, I suppose it's too late for you to um, here's one for the Carry On fans: whip your organ out and have a little play on it. <laughs> uh, I think I've heard that one before. Thank you very much indeed. There's nothing uh, original uh, at about one this time, uh, At one time, I used to own a Thomas organ. There we go. There we go. And, uh, and that was that was a butter of quite a number of uh, rather interesting it, jokes. It writes itself. I want to hear you play at some point, Ian, and I just need to work out how we do it. Uh, I've got no idea. No, I've oh. got an idea. Well, I'm off. Here's the thing. I'm off in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I'm I'm not decided where I'm going to go yet. I'm going to do what I did before and just rent a cottage yeah. in the middle of nowhere and just, like, walk and write and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But maybe uh, maybe I might come to Wales again. Well, there's plenty of cottages in Wales for, uh, for hire or for rent. Let me, if, uh, like, this isn't definite, but if I came, if oh I no. came along one afternoon, could I come and bring my tape recorder and record you doing some songs? Provided I'm not otherwise engaged, oh. absolutely, yes. I like it, I like it. Well, that's an offer that he can't <laughs> refuse. <laughs> was that, Katie, was that, that was a, that was a, uh, please go away, wasn't it? I think, I think he no, was, um, no. blocking me. not a go away. <laughs> Ian, I would love to meet you. Uh, well, listen, I've, I've not decided what I'm doing yet, but, uh, if, if, give us a call this week or next week. Yeah. And next week I'll have a bit more of a definite idea of where I'm going and what I'm doing. Okie doke. Take care, fella. Cheers, you. Cheers, uh, Ian. Bye-bye. Nice one, mate. Bye-bye. Okay. He, he forgot my name, even though we share the same name. I oh, love right. that. He remembered mine. Katie Puckrick. Hi. <laughs> this is <laughs> Catherine Boyle. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Well, you see now why my police pursuit training has come in very handy. I can only uh, apologise for a very shoddy start. When you were um, approached in um, a record shop in East London last week... Yes. Um, I'm sure what you saw were two uh, slick, slick, thrusting radio personalities. Well, the the use of the word thrusting is pretty interesting in this context because uh, I don't know that I would say slick or indeed anything to do with uh, professional broadcasters. (laughs) But um, yes, I was uh, at an in-store performance of Sparks and two... Complete strangers approached me, somewhat giddily. Catherine, yeah. you, were, you were definitely giddy. I'm actually, still giddy now. Actually, she can't look at you. Look, look, I know. She can't look at and, you. And Ian, all I saw, I mean, you were just a face full of teeth. Yes. There was really nothing else happening. Actually, you had some good choppers on you too. Thanks, Catherine. I've been working on them. And um, the first words out of Catherine's mouth were, "I love you." Yeah. Isn't so nice? it really did 
it did put in, me in mind of kind of a cult approach. Mm. I mean, I, there is yeah. a cult where they do something called flirty fishing. Yeah. Oh, now what? Yeah. Children of God. Yeah, yeah. They send like sexy women sexy to get men women. and sexy men to get yeah, women. Yeah, it's called, in fact, I just had to look it up because I wanted to know more about this flirty fishing because that's what you guys were doing to oh, me. Oh, wow. Um, it's a, the technical term is evangelical. Evangelistic religious prostitution. Wow! And um, I mean, it didn't kind of. It's it pretty did, much what she's pretty I mean, on the button there. Yeah, that. I'm, yeah. I'm, I've but, got some leaflets about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that I think you might like to read. But here, you. here's the interesting thing: there's no smoke without fire. I mean, there's a, there's there's a plug and there's a socket. So you guys obviously saw that I was that I was a patsy for this, that <laughs> yeah. I was actually a sucker. I mean, there was a problem with me that I am so susceptible to... I don't know why I'm not in a cult yeah. by now, because I'm obviously susceptible to complete strangers yeah. coming up and flirtily fishing with and me. And she totally fell for the whole cancelled taxi thing. She got in my car, no question. Oh, yeah, no I got job. into your car. Stranger danger. I didn't even offer a sweetie. <laughs> your car is full of her DNA now. <laughs> we can create an army of pup I am so... I You know... I am such a people pleaser, too. That's my problem, is that I don't, you know, I don't, I want to turn those frowns upside down. <laughs> One face at a time. Let us take a short break, um, and then we'll ask you to leave, because the hour's <laughs> nearly up. <laughs> That's how it goes. Well, I've got to drive her back, so if she goes, I go. Oh, God, the first half hour was absolutely awful. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee, on air and off the leash, on Talk Radio. Discussing the uh, the Mike Nesmith interview that we did, you listen to it. Yeah, Mike, he's. Um, I, I'm a huge monkeys now, and I've started this little record label and re-release monkey stuff and stuff. And um, Nes- Nesmith is an, is a strange fish. We're releasing a record of his, and we've been emailing him for ages. Saying, oh, it was news to him because I just yeah. listened to that interview when I before yeah. I came here. Yeah, that was news to him. He didn't have a clue. I and I emailed him that day and say, Mike, we've sent you the record. I hope you enjoy yeah. it. He said, "What record? The, the one that we've we've paid you several thousand dollars Ooh. so that we can license." Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. That was it. That yeah. was the response from the man. Um, you you were telling us during the news yes. uh, during the adverts that the professional dancer. Yeah. Then stopped for how long have you not danced for? Oh, well, you know, I was dancing my whole life. And then, but the thing is, once, you, once you're, you're dancing professionally, you still keep up with classes, daily classes for a while. And then that drops off because you, you're tired of being a masochist. Yeah. You don't want to look at your doughy, increasingly pudgy self in the mirror as, as the younger versions of you come in with their tight little bun heads. Anyway, <laughs> so I think I'd stop for about, Maybe about 10 years or more. Uh, but yeah, I just started again. And I tell you what, those open ballet classes in the middle of London, that is a weird petri dish of strange people. Who, so that anyone can wander in? And, anyone, anyone. And who, who's there then? Who oh, goes? It, it's, it's a really, it's a grab bag of, you know, royal ballet professional dancers, uh, little 12 year old boys, um, who are just starting out, um, elderly women like myself. Um, old wrinkly men and uh, everything in between and uh, wow. beginners uh, professional dancers and yeah it's a car crash it's funny there's <laughs> it's a whole there's like a protocol there's a simmering underbelly of um, of um, like uh, hierarchy that yeah. you have to adhere to Katie there's a there's a documentary in that isn't there 
It's like what? chorus line, real it, life. Well, it's like chorus line. The, th- the people who are the most intense in dance classes are the people who never had a career in it. And they're the yeah. ones that, that have the most like severe Giselle mania. And they have like, they'll show up in a tutu. Oh. Like a tutu is a costume that you would wear on stage, but they, they, they're like living the dream. Wow. So, yeah. I used to have a tutu. Did you? Yeah, I did. When we, um, when we were, um, when I was about, well, between the, I remember I was wearing it when I had chicken pox, so I was wearing it as late as the, as being eight years old. So between about five and eight, I had you a had a real, you had very relaxed, progressive parents. Yeah, I did for a nineteen seventies homeless. Well, well, you had a, an older sister too, right? Well, I had an older sister, but it was a, it was a turquoise sort of. It was like a tutu. Sort of, it was the full dress. Wow. Thing, yeah. So, so it was like a satin leotard with a with tulle netting yeah. attached to it. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. a circular donutty fashion. And I used to, I used to like that, but I remember being being about eight and. And hiding when someone came round, oh. and I was wearing it. Oh, shame! That was shame. We shouldn't teach, teach kids shame, Catherine. We should no. let them wear whatever the hell they want to wear. That's mm. what I. And think. what was your feeling about yourself when you wore that turquoise tutu? I felt free. I think yeah. trying to think back. Yeah, I felt free. I seem to be wearing it quite a lot. It's fun it clothes. A... I mean, why wouldn't you feel free? Yeah, it's, it was. Um... Can you get back to that feeling? <laughs> like, what do you do now to get back to that feeling, Ian? To God. get to feel free. I, d- I don't feel free anymore. How, get a tutu. I, I can't wear a tutu. Come on. Come on. They, it's one size fits all. There's An- elastic. Anno- annoyingly, the colour turquoise makes me feel nauseous. And I wonder if it goes back to that. I, I, I can't really wear turquoise. What, a, co- a, co- a colour makes you feel ill? Yeah, yeah. Turquoise. Really? Yeah, yeah. It makes me... It, like I, like woozy? Like you're going to blow chow? It makes me... Yeah, I, I don't feel woozy, but my stomach... Turns. turns yeah yeah definitely definitely i don't understand that that's a, but i i'm an advocate of finding the thing that makes you feel free yeah. and also getting back to something that you love doing as a kid which is yeah. that was my uh initiative and my motivation for getting back to dance because the thing that's so fun about doing professional level dance classes is that there's a live pianist there so there the accompanist is playing along and then you're just running through the studio i mean admittedly galumphing and probably somewhat doily in my instance but i in my head i feel like yeah. i'm one of those dogs with their you know sticking their head out of a speeding car window <laughs> with my tongue flapping in the breeze i feel happy you mentioned um some dance companies the only one i'd heard of was dv8 mm. um that dv8 was quite intense weren't really they? that intense, was like yeah. full-on pushing your body to the limits and then a little bit further well it's all of dv8's deviate physical theater's work is physical theater and it's predicated on um psych- psychology mm. and uh, usually dysfunctional psychology and and oftentimes Lloyd Newson who's the creative director of the company will take a, a news story um uh, there was one that was based on the Dennis Nielsen uh killings of wow. killing for company was the name of uh of the production yeah so um so they're always and they're oftentimes the performers <laughs> are asked to to bring their own stories to it so yeah so it's grueling intense emotionally as well as physically mm. yeah then how do you go how did you come over to, to Britain what when did you come to Britain uh, I moved here in the 80s and I basically was chasing a boy Wow, I chased, really? Chased a boy who was in a band. Did you catch him? I did. I I caught him. I mean, for better or for worse, but yeah, that 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 got me over here. Wow. And, and uh, yeah, so I I'm from D.C., yeah. Washington D.C. originally, and uh, got over here. Was dancing professionally um, 
and doing music as well. Yeah. So I'm a singer as well. And the whole TV lark, I ended up stumbling into that. That was a complete accident. Um, the Pet Shop Boys. Yes, you I danced. Did a, you danced with them. Yeah. That I, must have been fun. They're, that, they're great, the Pet Shop Boys. Well, that, I have to say, Ian, that was probably my one of my very favorite jobs. Oh, really? And they Good. were, I mean, they are wonderful human beings. And um, the show was, at the time, and probably for many years after, probably one of the biggest rock and roll productions. It was mm. called Performance. It was a world tour they did in 1991. There's a DVD mm. out of it. Um, and uh, every single song in the show was like a different Broadway musical. So wow. it was like, you know, 20 different Broadway musicals in one show. And it was directed by uh, a director, an opera director from the Metropolitan Opera in New York City. And we had crazy costumes and, of course, that great music. And we saw the world. It was fantastic. See, that must be exciting. How old were you when you were doing it? Were you, were you still a kid? Uh, no. Well, I, I'd like to say I'm a kid, but uh, I was... Uh, I'm a late bloomer. Yeah, so I was probably in my late 20s by the time That's I was... That's still young yeah. to be going around the world in a rock and roll show, oh isn't God, it? that would be awesome. Imagine it, that. It, it was, no, it was totally fun. And we were playing huge, huge crowds, especially yeah. by the time we got to uh, Europe. Um, I mean, there were some places where the barriers were about to go because there's, you know, crowds surging. And I, I, I sort of, I mean, I think the Pet Shop Boys are great, but I was sort of thinking... You guys, it's electronic music. <laughs> like, it's not like savage, you know, beast stirring, you know, jungle sounds to bring yeah. forth mania and rage. But somehow it was. We had, uh, we, sh we didn't mention this the other day. We, we, we were about to get in the lift. Who walks out to get in the lift with us? Gary Newman. Gary oh. Newman. Actual Gary with Newman. The same hair. Well. Kind of. Uh, we, well. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, I think sometimes Gary Newman's hair travels separately from him. Bless him. <laughs> but it was brilliant. The lift came. He said, oh, is there, is there room for me? I said, there's going to be room for Gary Newman anywhere, man. And he was, he was lovely, wasn't he? There are moments doing this job where 15-year-old me wants to... It was, incre it was incredible. And I'm trying to play it cool. Yeah, Gary, come in there. Play it cool? You were all over him. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, cool for Ian. I'd, I'd met him years ago on, an, on, a, on a show that, that, I, that I did that no one liked me on. But, um, but, but I, think, I think Gary Newman kind of liked me a little bit. He seems no like a really easygoing kind of bloke. Yeah, but did he even remember you from oh, no, that? No, he did, no, no, he didn't remember okay. me from that. That was the show where I annoyed, uh, I annoyed um, that actor. Nick Moran. Nick Moran. And I annoyed um, Miss Dynamite. Uh, I didn't. I didn't annoy Miss Dynamite bet, so much. I bet you did. I annoyed. Um, <laughs> is it Brian Johnson from ACDC? I really annoyed him. Some musicians can be quite humourless. We had Brian Johnson on, the lead singer from ACDC, and I said when we were doing, I was doing an interview, and at the end of the interview, I said, "By the way, Brian, before we go, which group rocks the hardest?" He said, "Well, it's ACDC, man." And I went, no, you're wrong. It's Kiss. And he he took that as the... the obviously, it was a joke, right? It was right. a Kiss diss. It, he took that as the biggest slap in the face. Uh. I got summoned to the producer. The producer had to take me to Brian Johnson's Winnebago. And I had to knock on the door, cap in hand, and apologise to him. For making a dumb Kiss joke. For making a dumb Kiss joke. Of course, Kiss don't rock more than ACDC. Yeah. It was awful. Wow. Who was the biggest knob that you interviewed? Well, <laughs> there must I, have been a I, few. Yeah.
Yeah, yeah, no, oh my God, and that I've worked with, but I won't go into that right now. Um, <laughs> they were actually the biggest nightmares. Uh, people who are ostensibly professional and being paid a lot of money and still are acting like big, dummy jerks. Yep. Um, but I was just thinking when you were telling that rollicking tale Thank you. Um, that Sebastian Bach. Do you remember that hair metal guy? He's very pretty. He has long blonde hair. He later morphed into a kind of Phantom of the Opera Broadway singer. What um, was he? Was he in a group? Yeah, he was in a group and it escapes my... He wasn't extreme, was he? No. It wasn't extreme, but it was around that era. Sebastian Bach. Maybe you could look it up. Let's Producer Google that Ken. guy. Um, but so he was in some hair metal band and I worked on... This cra- Skid Row. Skid, Skid Row. Row. Skid is go. right, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. So there, I was doing this item on the word, which was this crazy, tawdry, late night, anything goes live show. And the premise of this of this segment was, yeah, I know the fella. Um, look, at look at that lip gloss. the The premise was that, like, what does it take to be a rock chick? So I, I had to be the, you know, the exhibit a and so that was the premise of the interview so i'm backstage after the skid row concert hey sebastian bach like you know i want to be a rock chick not and he ended up pouring an entire can of beer over lovely me dolled up to the nines with my brand new hot pink fun fur little cropped fur jacket and um yeah, he was a bad man. I don't like him to That's this what, day. I don't like him now. What a terrible, stupid thing! Because he, he was yeah. too cool. He was too cool to play the game, was he? Yeah, it? it was too cool. He was too cool to play the game. And by the way, he's in a band called Skid Row, and he's dressed like Malibu Barbie. So <laughs> I don't know where he gets off. <laughs> Um, oh, that's that's terrible. The work we've, we're going to have a break in a couple of minutes. You can you can stick you you can stick around. Oh well, well cl- cl- clearly clearly well, there's we've got her here, haven't we? She can't get a left yeah. Home I can't me. get a left home unless you drive me home. Uh, no, this is fine. We, uh, um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand as well. If you want to phone up, uh, we've we've got a minute until we go to the news. But the word, um, I mean, that was compulsive viewing in the 90s it was incredible it was incredible because you had amazing guests you had amazing live bands you had kind of freak stuff it was it was and it was live it was live anything could happen it was so exciting because it was live and sometimes it did and you'd see these bands like nirvana and pizzicato five and all these things we'd never even heard of sugar cubes oh wow (gasps) yeah it must have been it must have been the fun must have outweighed the negativity? Uh, it, well, there was no negativity for me. No? I, I love doing it. I mean, you know, you get tired and emotional sometimes, but uh, my God, I landed on my feet. I never thought I'd have a career in television. I never envisaged that it was something I wanted to do, and it was the perfect thing for me. We, uh, we will talk more. Uh, 03444 is the telephone number. Katie Puckrick is here. Catherine Boyle is here. Uh, Periscope, uh, we are here. And if uh, you want to call in, you're more than welcome to a dear listener. You can listen to us on DAB. You can listen to us by downloading the app or, for goodness sakes, uh, anywhere in the world on talkradio.co.uk. I'm Ian Lee. She's Catherine Boyle. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, this is Talk Radio. Talk radio. You can talk, you can carry on chatting. Don't matter. So, listen, the first 30 minutes was so abysmal that uh, you two chatting while Thank I'm you. doing a talk up to the news, it really, you know, it's it's, it's stunning Good. slickness compared to where we were 30 minutes ago. 03444991000. I mean, Lee, this is Talk Radio. 
The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Katie Puckrick is here. Um, I got it wrong. Katie Puckrick smells. Katie Puckrick smells. Katie Puckrick smells. Does she ever? Wow. What she a, does. What a stinker. I have been in a car with her. I can confirm she does. She smells nice. Oh, thanks. Um, this is your... Um, it's on YouTube? Yeah, this is my problem. This is my little um, hobby that's gotten out of control. Yeah. And I turned it into a YouTube channel called Katie Puckrick Smells. My hobby is I love perfume. I love stimulation. That's what it is. Sorry? I just like, I like, you know, food, music, color. I like to wear, you know, beautiful fabrics and bright colors. I like to meet interesting people. I like to go to interesting places. And smell is part of that. So smell is, I just want to be entertained and stimulated. So I decided to turn that into a YouTube channel where I talk about perfume in little two-minute, three-minute bursts. And I talk about what's in it, but also what it does to your brain when you wear it, like psychologically, how it turns you into, like, it's an aspirational aspect is you describe it um you describe this that's a tough gig is describing smells yeah 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 that, that, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. you do it beautifully oh, you have thanks. a wonderful use of the language is this do you get scent free perfumes is this how this works yeah well Good. i Good. do i do um although then it turns into a problem because i end up with a lot of stuff i'm not interested in but then it's great for my friends <laughs> that's christmas sorted yeah, birthdays Chris, yeah 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 is it what's uh, what's your favorite scent and what is uh, what's the least favorite what's the one that that uh, really doesn't do anything for you well there's sort of it's hard to answer what the favorite perfume is because I'm really promiscuous and I because of my aforementioned stimulation yes. addiction I like to switch it up yeah. and uh, so I'm very unfaithful with perfumes but there is one perfume that I keep returning to and in fact Catherine it's the one that stank up your car tonight that I love oh, yeah. and it's a musk perfume it's just called musk M U S C and it's by Bruno Acampera which is a, a cult Italian brand and it's it's an oil, in fact. So I like to think it's quite subtle, but maybe I'm gassing you guys out. In no, here. not at all. It smells, cl- it smells clean, but it smells warm and mm. oh no, lovely. I okay, can't good. smell anything. I'm bunged up, so I can't You're smell. Bunged I, I, up. I think I've got. I think I might have to go to the doctor with my nose because I can't. Well, you can't go without it. Hey, see, set him up. This is the, the we're we're up there with our button Costello. More more three stooges actually. <laughs> Um, I th- so I can't smell anything, but Catherine, my gonna... five-year-old is obsessed with smells, and she's really good, like oh, really? uncannily good. She'll say, "Oh, she'll get, you know, she'll get a thing and say this smells like, and she, for example, grass or whatever it is." And it's not, yeah. she's not giving me grass. It's something that's, and yeah, you can pick it out. This well, you know, an amazing that, nose, and that's the interesting thing that you know people always ask me. Well, if you talk about perfume and you're a perfume expert, which I am now, the globally acknowledged perfume expert because of the popularity of my YouTube videos. Um, that people say, well, you must have some sort of supersonic dog smell skills. I don't. I just have an interest and a focus. So it's just like any nerd hobby yeah. where you decide, okay, I am so interested in rowboat paddles and I can spot, you know, the X-16 paddle from a mile away. Or if you like guitars or if you like whatever it is, you become the ultimate expert. So you can train your nose like your yeah. daughter wow. does. Yeah. Those little um, wavy um, little the cards The scent you strips get, that they, they give you. Are they, is that the right way to do it? Because one of the great... I've got two 
two little boys who are seven and five. Mm-hmm. And I think for the, the last birthday of their mother, we went and they said, we want to What the final birthday she'll ever have that's, in her life. What's it. happened? This is so sinister. She's had plenty of birthdays. She <laughs> oh don't need God. no more. Is this, a, does she know about this? Not yet, okay. but she will she do. Will. They right. decided they wanted to buy some perfume. So we go to, we go to Boots and they, I, I think they go because they just like, the strips. They just like the strips. The, the scent Why? Strips. So Why not? It's a great game. So they've got like, and you can see the the, the the staff getting a little bit peed off because they've got like 10 strips yeah, each fine. and they're going Screw like Screw those guys. That's what it's for. Yeah, that's what it's but for. But then they put it all in my pocket. So my pocket. Oh, it smells like a bordello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> your, most... your pocket smells like a whore's yes. special How's, that, how's that sentence going to end? I don't know. <laughs> I'm now, I'm looking at my mug that has a kitten on it, and I'm like, no, I'm no. not, I'm sort of shifting gears. But do the little, do the strip? Are they the best way of doing it? The strips. Here's the thing: perfume is built to work on the human skin. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to be appreciated at its full capacity on paper. Those strips are there just to facilitate. You know, to get an idea of of a perfume, because usually you're wearing clothes all over your body and there's only like little patches of your skin. And by the time you spray two or three perfumes on, you've kind of covered enough skin. And so it gives you an initial vibe so you can go, okay, this is disgusting. Get it away from me. Oh, this is this has potential. Maybe I'll put it on my skin. So it's it's like a first step. Mm. I noticed in your videos, do you put them in like the crook of your arm? Uh, in my videos, I will just put it wherever is accessible. So my arm is accessible. Mm-hmm. But in terms of putting fragrance on your body, I mean, you're not a cadaver. You know, you're warm all over. The main thing that's going to help perfume lift off your body and create a beautiful cloud of pleasure around your person is is usually moisture. So in fact, I know this sounds a little indelicate, but... In my personal moments, I'll squirt a little bit in my armpits. I wonder where we were going to go. <laughs> oh, my <then>. God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what about the Marilyn Monroe thing of squirting it in the air and walking through it? Is, is that, that a waste? That feels a waste yeah, to it's me. Yeah, a waste. Because that stuff know. is liquid gold. Mm-hmm. That is liquid gold. It's gold <laughs> dust. Um, that is a little precious it depends on your speed and your alacrity like once you spray if you can like get in that mist before the little tiny droplets dapple down to mother earth maybe i where do you what the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable in the world i don't like confrontation wait wait hold on turquoise the color turquoise no that makes me that makes me physically ill that makes me nauseous okay I i don't like um um, uh, what do you call it when you argue with someone? Confrontation. Confrontation. That's the word. That's the word. Thank you. It's been a long day. Um, and and <laughs> I've done this when I've flown with Catherine and other people. You have not. You you've no. You've done this what? where you walk through the duty free lounge at the yeah. airport. Oh yeah. And you have a little spritz. What's it do? It's one of the great then, pleasures. But you know you're you, on holiday. You have no intention of buying it. No. That to me, I feel very very guilty. I I've, may buy it eventually. What? I have a few in mind that I will end up buying. I've started doing I it. I didn't know that's what you were going to say. I thought you were going to say, then she sits next to you on the plane and she gasses you oh, out God, and you have a no. headache. Well, there is that too, but that's yeah. not perfect. She farts like a trooper. <laughs> but but I, I've started doing it. So but, you feel like there's some moral uh, breach yeah. that's going on. Those yeah. perfume is cheap. Here's the secret. it's It doesn't cost that much to make. Oh. You know, it's like pennies. So it's not like she, it is not gold dust. I mean, it's gold dust by yeah. the time we shell out our gold dust to buy it 
Um, but no, so it's they are really happy for you just to grab and smear. Uh, really, yeah, grab and smear. If you love it, right? You, you know what it's. You must. Oh, well, you don't because your nose doesn't work. Well, but if you wear, well. a, if you put a perfume on, right, it might might just be you know grab and go. But if it if you really like it, no. that stays with you. And I always have it in mind. I know about five that I've got on my list. Yeah, it's on the yeah, list. Wish list. Yeah, wish list. And then people they might go, "What are you wearing?" And then you think, "I am a saucy minx in this. I'm going back to." get that perfume so, i yeah. have to act out a whole scene because someone will come and hello sir can we help you go no i'm th- just thinking yeah um, i'm gonna come back in five minutes i'm oh, gonna nice. let it settle on my body and then i'm hiding in the airport lounge oh, for the on. whole they know what the score is they know thing. the game I, no. it makes me so uncomfortable oh god you're i'm so the opposite no. yeah no i'm sticking my finger in every pile of pot of goo and squirting Gosh. everything that there is just if there's a free sample i'm in there my tongue is the, sticking out of the, yeah. my head again it keep you just keep going keep going up. just when you think the the conversation has ended there's one extra I, sentence oh you know here's the thing about me i always <laughs> overdo i always overdo there's a story a very sad story that i can tell on myself to going circling back to the pet shop boys tour mm. where every single Every single number had some crazy thing that was like, you know, over the top Jerry Lewis style comedy. I use the word comedy like lightly here, but definitely I was so overdoing it. And I for I just thought I was performing to the 5000th row and I was giving everybody their money's worth. And imagine how crestfallen I was towards the end of the tour where Neil Tennant and Chris Lowe, the Pet Shop Boys, said to me on, you know, like over a drink one night after a show, you know what our favorite part of the show is, Katie, for you? It's that bit where you come on in the mummy mask (laughs) and you wave a flag in slow motion. So I had to, there's one number where I I am going in slow motion, I'm walking in slow motion, I'm not doing anything, and I'm waving a flag in slow motion, and my face is covered up, and they said that that was me at my best, and I was wounded. I'm trying to imagine you waving a flag now, and I can see it. Yeah. I can see it. Especially with the face covered. Yeah. So much better. That would be. But but I'm just trying to say, I do overdo it, and it is repulsive, I feel. So uh, feel free to rein me in. No, God, no, you keep going. Speaking of uh, repulsive, uh, we've got some callers. (laughs) I I should let you know that, I I don't know, some of our callers are nuts and some are lovely. Let's see where we go. Um, uh, Good evening, Bill. Uh, good evening. Hello, Bill. Would, uh, would you like to speak to Casey Puckrick or not? Oh, yes, please. I, I, I remember from... Uh, when... Hang on. W- were you ever on television with Jonathan King? Not to my knowledge, Bill, but... Not with him. Um, yeah, he chose you or whatever such as part of this series, didn't no, he? No, that, like that was Jenny Powell, wasn't it? Oh, Jenny Powell. Oh, well, maybe I got it wrong. <laughs> we all Tony look the same. With Tony Basil. We all yeah. look the same, don't we? Tony Basil, I'm trying to persuade Tony Basil. I'm trying to persuade Tony Basil to come on the show because she's uh, she's she's an incredible dancer. Yes, she, she is. She's a but she's yeah. a pop and lock and dancer. She's um and she's yeah. in her seventies now. I'm I'm friends with her on Facebook. She, I didn't know that. Oh, she, uh, mm. she's incredible. She she still does it. She still yeah. does. Oh, it. Mickey, you're so fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah got it, you got it, Bill. That was it. Yeah. Well, Bill. So, yeah. would you like to ask Jenny Powell? Would you like to ask Katie Puckrick a question for Jenny Powell? Well, um, yeah, I'll say a question out of the blue. Um, well, I had a, a jacket that was smoke damaged. What? And um, I wondered what I was going to do with it. So my mum threw a load of brew on it or whatever, such as was the rigor smell at what the time. Was, hang on. It turned what, out quite nice. What was smoke damaged? 
Uh, the jacket I got, um, I got it cheap, you know what I mean? It's a cordite jacket that was well tailored, but it'd been uh, fire damage, you know, fire damage. It smelled of smoke. Well, and Jenny Powell did this? No, no, no. no I, uh, my mother did, did it to me or whatever, so she put a lot of brute on it, and everybody's complimenting me on it uh, as such. Um, well, that's... Uh, whether her views would... Uh, Katie, what, you're, what about that? What, what's your, what, what are your views on um, putting brute on smoke damage corduroy jackets? Brute, the the, uh, the smelly's brute, yeah, that, brute, smelly, uh, brute. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, first order of business, I'd get that thing out in a clothesline, yeah, and uh, yeah. and some, you know, sunshine and fresh air. I uh, think... Thirty-five years ago, I think I think it's got the charities by by now. Oh. Still smells a brute. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 thanks for your call, Bill. Well, I, I rang you off about something uh, as such. Yeah, you know, um, oh. I was looking in the paper, and it's uh, the great MNS lunch giveaway. Oh yes. And it says we've hidden special vouchers in a thousand sandwich packs yeah. to win a free lunch on us. So, yeah. I mean, you weren't that lucky, were you? You well, got the fly in the voucher, didn't you? I got a fly in my, a living fly in my Marks and Spencer sandwich That's la- protein. last week. Wow. Well, here's the thing. I, I sent pictures, sent video to them of the fly. Oh, yeah. And they're the going to send, they're gonna send was... me a £20 voucher. And then I ate the sandwich. Mm. And I, ever since then, I've had a dicky tummy. What about that nose that doesn't smell? Uh, well, it, it's it's still it's still not smelling. Yeah, it, you, you, you 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 can make you can mock it if you want, but um, I do. And I know, and I'm and I'm no I'm just going to hold up to you the reality of it. Right. Um, I sometimes stop breathing in my sleep, so actually, I could I could be dead of it. So l- laugh that- now. Well, well I can't I'm, laugh now. Well, you, I feel ashamed. Although, if you that's, do, that's what I was going for. Die, I was trying to shame you. Yes? We will definitely win some kind of award. So, that was true. Especially if you record it. Yeah, we'll, we'll record my my periscope your death of sleep apnea. I'm surprised more people haven't. I'm, I'm surprised more people haven't like periscoped. Oh, enough people have. What oh. horrendous horrendous things? Yeah, have uh, they yeah. on periscope? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's move away from yeah. that. Let's, 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 0344 499 is the phone number. If you've got a question for uh, Katie Puckery or Jenny Powell uh, or any other female women. Uh, female women. Don't, don't men- let's not mention Jonathan King because last time we did, he <laughs> wrote to me. Oh, okay. He wrote to me, that oh, guy. That reminds me, we got an interesting letter today, didn't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll have, do that after. We'll have that in a bit. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Good evening, dear listener. I'm here. Catherine is there. Good evening, yeah, Catherine. Yeah, I am. I am here, yeah. You're sounding... Catherine, Katie Puckrick is here. I'm here. If Catherine is sounding more... Um, what's the word? More powerful? Yeah. More excitable this evening? It's because you have finally, 23, 24 years after first having this dream... Mm-hmm. You have had one of the most exciting days of your life. I've had the best day ever. What, what happened? Tell the boys and girls what you've done. I bought a scooter. <laughs> wow. Like uh, like a fast one. Yeah. With a helmet. I've got a helmet. <laughs> and I well, I can wear a backpack. 
I, I wore, I bought new boots, new jacket. Oh, oh the, my God, I'm so you good have, on it. You've basically bought a whole new personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, I bought. love anything that requires a new outfit. So yeah. this, and the toy itself is, oh my God, it's oh. so good. And this is a dream you've had for Since for I was like 17. See, know? this is what I'm talking about. Me getting back to ballet, you, I don't know what you're getting back to. Mm. Tutu, wearing a tutu. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, you're getting back, you're getting back yeah. to playing. And also something. kind of surprising. The thing of surprising your kids by going, yeah. Your mom's doing this. Yeah, yeah. right. See you, kids. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> exactly. My kid, my little girls are so excited about it. And I yeah. kind of like the fact that I'm showing them that, do you know what? You can still do st- stupid stuff like this yeah. when you're... I, I, I came um, and... Because um, I was going to... Because I've had one for a few months. Yeah, because I convinced him to get one. Because oh, I wanted one. I and he said, oh, get- Yeah, he said, oh, I feel like getting one. Do it. Do it. And when he did it... And didn't die. And didn't die. Touch words. Yet... Of sleep apnea yeah. while on the scooter. Yeah, yeah, That's going to be But also a told me it was the most fun ever. Oh. I kind of worked out a way to do it. So myself. then I came to, to, with her to, so you bought it, and I was going to just make sure, you know, because you were a little bit nervous. Mm-hmm. And so I rode part of the way home with you. Yeah, because I only learned to ride it on, on Saturday. Wait, were you on the bitch pad? So you were behind with <laughs> your knees clinging around. Oh, <laughs> oh no. God, he no. was on his. We're like a mini motorcycle oh. gang. The, oh, God, the, the wild the, ones. The, the t- bitch pad. Ones. Is that what it's. <laughs> yeah, the bitch pad is what the. It's the. Mean we call it pillion, bitch pad. Wowzers. Get down with the hell's angels, people. Well, but we went, and so I, we were going quite slowly and well within the speed limits, and then it started to rain, mm-hmm. and then you just burned. Well, oh, you, you went in here. We got because uh, we rode back from from Shepherd's Bush, two hour drive to where I live, which is like out in the sticks in in Bedfordshire. Bedfordshire, and we got to. He said, "Do you know where you are?" And I went, "Yeah, I know." He goes, "Do you want to go in front?" Yes. Yeah. And I went in front. But and, you were like burning. And then what? Well, she was driving. Like I went according to the speed limit. You and were, you were eating her. He was exhaust. totally sucking on my suck on her pipe. I felt like, so to speak, um, Potsy Weber, and you were the Fonz. Totally. That's what it felt like. It was oh incredible. I have questions though. Um, how do you already know how to ride a scooter if you've never done it before? I learned on Saturday. Right, you have like a day course, but. With don't hardcore you, bikers. Don't you feel slightly, slightly exposed, vulnerable and nervous when yeah. you're on the road yeah. with death machines all around you yeah. careening? Yeah, but it's kind of buzzy at the same time. <laughs> you oh. are a thrill seeker, girl. <laughs> Chica, watch out. The, yeah. the, the most exciting things are the ones where there is a strong potential for a hideous and death. That's why drugs I, are so popular, And the things guys. I know that my dad is going to strongly disapprove of. Now, I'm 40 years old, and I'm going to have to tell my dad about it tomorrow because he's going to see it on my driveway. Yeah. And I'm dreading it because he's yeah. going to lose his stuff. Mm. But stuff we got to deal with when tough, you're a strong, independent woman. Tough dad. Tough luck. Um, let, we've got a couple of calls. Let's go to Dom. Good evening, Dom. Good evening. You all right? Yeah. Have you got, who have you got a question for? Because it may not be for Katie. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> I'll leave Slugger till tomorrow. Oh. Uh, I've got a question for Katie. Okay. Mark what? Mark Lamar, Mark yes. Lamar. That is a question. There we go. Yeah. He, was, he had a grumpy persona on screen, and I met him once in a record shop in Manchester, and he totally blanked me, just ignored me and walked away. Was he genuinely that much of a dick, or...? Well, now, well, what, what was what was it like working with Mark? Um, Mark, to begin with, on the word, I think he had, um, I wouldn't say high hopes, but, um, he, you know, modest hopes that it would be a show he would enjoy working on. Yeah. And I think he found it not to his liking as the show wore on. And um, gradually, I think he liked me okay to begin with. And then I think he lumped me in with the... 
the deplorables, the rest right. of the deplorables. So, yeah, I, he had a pretty much had a bee in his bonnet is how I would characterize him in a euphemistic fashion. It, I hope that answers your question, Dom. Yeah, I'll do. Thank it, you. Or we'll confirms your welcome. prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got Chuck on the line. Good evening, Chuck. Smoke, smoke like Cadillac of my make mine a hot dog. Hello there, it's Chuck Winkle. Hello, hello, Jesus. Hello, Chuck, what would you like to say to Katie? Well, it's just very nice to hear a fellow American on the airwaves. Yes, that's what we like. Someone who likes to hear an American on the airwaves. Happy to... There you go. Keeping the customer uh, satisfied. Whereabouts are you from in America? Originally. I... I'm from Virginia, so I'm from below the Mason-Dixon line. That's close to you, isn't it, Chuck? I'm, I'm from all over the place. Okay. Well, I'm from all over the place now. I don't know I'm, where I work for a, uh, a news network on uh, America. <laughs> You've got what? Sorry, Chuck. You sound like a robot. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> I work for a, a news network in America. A news Network he works in America. Network in America. Yeah, yeah, covering all the big issues like uh, Kim Young Young in North Korea and things like that. Kim Young Young. Catherine, would you like to translate for Katie? I think maybe the American accent is getting swallowed up. In well, her. she's been over here for a long time. I can, yeah. So, Chuck Winkle is an American correspondent who um, keeps us abreast of all the goings on. Uh, generally, at the moment, we're talking a lot about Kim Young Young in North Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, I just wonder, I wonder what you what you thought about the our commander in chief foreign policy at the moment. <laughs> the what? Commander in chief foreign policy. Oh. What do you think of the commander in chief's foreign policy at the moment? Um, well, it's ver- it's pretty much pin the tail on the donkey, Chuck, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it, he he changed. He's you know he. Wherever the wind is blowing is where he is, and if it's blown up his hindquarters, that's where he is. Do you like his little haircut? <laughs> Wait, so- can you repeat that slowly? I'm afraid I didn't catch that. That was my wild West American accent. Do you like his little haircut? It sounds a little Chinese. That's why <laughs> I was confused. Do you like his haircut? I think oh, I oh your haircut, Chuck, or the Commander in Chief's haircut? I'm a plump. Oh yeah. Um I think it's uh it's distinctive and everybody needs a gimmick. Every stripper needs a gimmick. <laughs> so I think if in terms of show business, he's right on the money with that look. Thanks thank you so much for that, Chuck. God bless America. God okay. bless America. God bless it. Make America God great again. It. I wish they would. Um, I wish they would. Make it G R A T E again. Tell us about um, was it the pajama party or paj- it was pajama party? Pajama party, yeah. So I had this show. It was on ITV, and then I got headhunted by Oprah to bring it over to America. Wow, for, did you really? Yeah. So that's I disappeared for a little while. Went quiet on the Katie Puckrick front because I was working in America on television. But yeah, the general idea was. What was the most fun I ever remembered having was pretty much remembering being 11 years old with all my girls over and we're in our gym jams and we're hopped up on too many sugary drinks and then we maybe sneak some cute little boys in the back door and then, you know, it's fun. Um, so I thought, turn that into a talk show. So yeah. that was the big idea. I love that show so much. Oh, well, thank you. Well, it was because, um, was that on the night network on ITV? 
Uh, I cannot. You're asking these technical I'm questions. I'm asking you about, I, I, because I because the kids these days don't realise that television used to stop. It yeah. used to finish. Oh, you yeah, know, no, about this, half, uh, half this, this was oh, this was in the mid '90s, and uh, yeah, I think this was like exciting because it yeah. was a uh, it, it went on until one in the morning. And was it live? It wasn't live, but it was as live. Right. And I I I always remember. Um, I was, I'm so conscientious. People might, I might not seem like I'm that professional and the stuff that comes out of my face might seem a little slapdash, but I do put some thought into my programs and uh, I do write scripts and I sort of vaguely follow them. So therefore, what I'm trying to tell you is one night <laughs> we'll on, we'll on pajama party, my guest was Patsy Kensett uh, and she, uh, I believe had just gotten a divorce from Jim Care from the Simple Minds, and unbeknownst to me, she was dating her future husband Liam Gallagher. Mm-hmm. So, in the show filmed in Manchester, so she was dropping all these really heavy hints to me throughout the filming. Hey, you know, I'm going to go see a local band. Wink, wink. Oh. After the filming, if you want to come along, and then it turned out that. Her friend, who was a makeup artist, was dating Robbie Williams, and that was when Robbie Williams was hanging out with Oasis and trying to, like, butch up his act. And so they were like, hey, girl, like, come and hang out. And so people didn't say, hey, girl, back in the mid-90s, but you know what I'm saying to you. And uh, I was there, a little polypositive, going, well... I, you know, ladies, that sounds fun, but I need to go back to the studio at two in the morning and work on my scripts for tomorrow because we had two more big long shows to, f- I find out later, like they're hanging out with wow. the creme de la creme of Manchester. And so then I thought, that's dumb. I need to be, a, you know, much more rock and roll. So the next time I have a cool guest on, I'll hang out with them. And the next guest was Sam Fox. And I hung out with them. So who did you, who did, <sighs> Is she coming on our show, Sam Fox? I've not heard anything back yet, so... I've got a Sam Fox box set in the, in, on the floor of the, my car, if you want it. But, and what is she doing in that box set? Well, I, I've, I've all not, the hits. Oh, I didn't know if you meant music. Or I just thought you meant page three. No, stress. music, music. Oh, okay. She's, um, well, it's four discs of... Of repackaged. Of hits. But she went to Bollywood. She's, 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 she's huge very, in India. She's, um, here's what, here's what I got to hand it to her for. Uh, reinvention, um, repackaging mm. and learning new skills. And I mean, I've had to do it. We've all had to do it. And of course, it, it all comes back to Kiss because her and Paul Stanley had a relationship. What? In the 80s. You're yes. doing bunny fingers. Because with that. I'm a little bit cynical. You're not I, sure about that. I are don't you? think they were really courting. I think it was a little bit of a sham to. A showmance, they call it a now. A showmance to. Showmance. Um, I oh, could. I like profiles. a showmance. I'll take what I can get. If it's fake, I'll fake it till I make it. Wow, you don't mind. <laughs> I don't care any port in a storm. Did you get to meet Oprah Winfrey? A lot. Did you really? She hugged and caressed me. Stop. Did she we give you to... a house? Guys, we have to stop <laughs> because we have to. Have a... We're going to hit. We're going to hit this break you on can't time. Stop now? No, no, no. This is a. Re... This is called a tease. Because oh, everyone will be like switching off now because it's half eleven. It's bedtime. They go whoa. There's Oprah Winfrey stories, and it's going to be... You're going to give us dirt on Oprah, yeah? Well... Okay, that's it. Dirt (laughs) on Oprah after this. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Wow. Well... You should have been listening then, guys, because it got it got very racy. Wow! Um, Oprah, Win- Oprah Winfrey. Bits. How did she hear about the, 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 your show then? Did, you, did she didn't hear about my show? But she had very clever uh, talent scouts. Yeah. Um, I was doing a some work for MTV in America. 
uh, and I was doing a show called Rock Candy, which was kind of a punk type thing. Yeah. So we were doing, um, yeah, just kind of silly stunts and things. And uh, that show went very well. And somebody, somebody from Oprah's network, which was called at the time, oh, Oxygen, yeah. Mm. Um, this is before she was doing OWN. Uh, saw me in that and then called me in. To uh to the office in New York, and then said, "Hey, what? Who are you? What What do you do?" And then I went, "Hey, everybody, guess what? I do a show called Pajama Party in England, and it's all ladies. And you have a chick network. Let's get together and make beautiful music together." So that's what I did. And that was it. Yeah, isn't that incredible? It was it was really a lucky break. Yeah. I, my whole career is just dumb luck. Well, the best ones are. I don't. I, 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 TV now. If you want to try and sell a show to TV, it's you're you're meeting sixteen, seventeen year old children. Yes, and the children. It, it goes the through, gatekeepers who are infants. Oh God! I had uh, and uh, well, I, I used to do TV years ago. I had a couple of years of doing it, and you you do you go on now and you get a sixteen year old going. So right, well, you can't. You're not allowed to swear. I, I, I kind of know how to do this, but it has to go through committees and you could be working on an idea for 18 months, two yeah. years and before you get the phone call saying, no, we've passed on yeah, that. Yeah, we've changed our do mind. You, um, do you miss stuff like the words and pyjama party, yeah. that kind of... Well, that, that, that whole terrain was different. Yeah. It, weirdly, it, it, it's sort of ironic that um, people were did executives t- took more risks mm. in the early 90s when there were less tv channels so uh i did the, the word on channel four there were only four channels you think that they'd be like well let's just get this right and not be too crazy and get yeah. it all careful you know now is when we have so many different platforms to broadcast on you know digitally and terrestrially and you know small screen smaller screen tiniest screen of all but uh yeah the chaos and the anarchy and willfully um uh courting uh failure mm. uh just in the interest of uh being entertained that's gone away it's gotten very safe i think because there's more money involved so people want to they don't want to piss off the advertisers yeah they don't and it's it's like we feel with this this show cuz it's kind of similar in radio and i know you do a lot of radio that um there are very few places where you're allowed to experiment and it's kind of allowed to to, to fail you no one's yeah. allowed to fail now you, you know mm. th- i mean this this that's important too and that's you know i was lucky at oxygen this uh, uh company that's thriving today oprah isn't associated with it anymore but um we kind of came in under the radar even though mm. really we had really big bosses and i did meet oprah a couple of times and um i will say to you that um her charisma and her command and her power and her force and her 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 kind of um bountiful maternal love for all mankind um that only kind of exists in group settings so one on one it's different so she kind of turns off the fire hose of charisma wow and also it's like elevator pitch time if you're not amusing or uh or say something that's interesting to her or relevant to something she needs to hear, she will dismiss you. And this isn't a party setting. Wow. So you, you could be in a, a mid sentence of, you know, making party small talk and she'll be, she'll just go, I have to go to the restroom wow. and she'll just leave. And you just feel like, Oh, I'm not very 
interesting to Oprah. See, that is the suspicion, isn't it? When you see someone who is that nice, ostensibly that nice, you think there must be some sort of steeliness underneath. Oh, you don't stealing. get that far in that industry yeah. without being stealing. But, but the other thing is, of course, I mean, I'm not a schmo, I'd like to think, but... As far as she's concerned, I am. But imagine all of the people who see her and, of course, just go, oh, my God, it's Oprah. And yeah. and to have that kind of splooged against you over and over again, you have to develop a yeah. force field and a, a stealiness. It's like permanently being at your wedding, right? You know, yeah. you've got to get around all the guests and you yeah. can't get monopolized by one. Yeah. That yeah. must be what it's like to be Oprah. Yeah. Wedding every day. Um, was it? Uh, I, I, I'm trying to remember the 90s and they're a little bit of a haze for me, if I'm honest. Um uh, do you was it hard being a woman on television in the nineties? No, no, was it easy? Well, because the thing is, as you know yourself, as a man, yes, you don't walk around thinking, "Oh, I'm a man. I'm doing this as a man. Here I am buying uh, milk as a man." Like yeah. you just are, you know, Ian. But I'm aware that being a white middle class middle aged bloke, that there are certain opportunities that are more open to me than perhaps other members of society well yeah you are because you're paying attention and you're uh you're aware you woke and you're educated and all of those things of course one has a perspective if you're you know an intelligent human being but um i my perspective at the time when i auditioned for the word and i didn't have an agent i just stumbled into Mm. this opportunity and went up for it was like oh well i you know i was working as a dancer and a singer and oh okay good now i get to put my writing skills to good use and my show off skills to good use and it didn't feel like it just felt like i was getting hired for me and my skills yeah. and that's always been the case mm-hmm. so then as i morphed into journalism and uh my youtube channel katie puckrick smells it's always things that interest me and utilize my skills so i don't ever feel like Oh my gosh, it's so difficult being a female brain surgeon with all the other male brain surgeons. Like, I'm in, yeah, yeah. It, it's more uh, idiosyncratic, the fields that I'm in. Uh, I've heard you on Radio 4 quite a bit, haven't I? You pop up on I Radio pop, 4. I do. I pop up at little culture vulture shows. Yeah, Saturday Review, yeah. Front Row, or Front Bottom, as the wags at Radio 4 Those like to refer to it as. Crazy guys. They're waxers, aren't they? Yeah. Those crazy guys. And Six Music as well, you do. Six Music, yeah. So, that's a great station. Oh, that's so, and it's so fun. Yeah, I'm kind of like the permanent supply teacher, so I'll pop up Brilliant. on Huey Morgan Show or Lauren Laverne Show, I, you know, when they they need to take a breather. And I do stuff on Radio 2, so yeah. I kind of cover all the bases. What do you do on Radio 2? Well, um, tell, tell us, Katie, uh, please. Um, same kind of thing. Like I just pop up on yeah. like, takeover for people when they they need a they need a, to have a quiet lie down in the back room. But also, um, there's like the dead of night uh, playlist shows that I host. Yeah. So you know, it's not anything to write home about. We, but you know, I'm glad to be there. We have to correct some fake news at the start. You said you you saw Sparks live. You didn't see Sparks live the other night. You turned up late. And you missed them, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So you turned up as, as as everyone was queuing to have uh, their picture taken with yeah. Sparks. Yeah. So this is a little awkward, um, and I hope that Ron and Russell Mail aren't listening. In fact, I know they're not listening because they're on tour. <laughs> and why would they? And even if they weren't, why would they be listening to this show? Wow. Why? Why wouldn't they? Whoa, guys, come on! <laughs> Please let me in my head. All the monkeys. 
all of the kinks and uh, both Sparks brothers. There are alarms that go off in celebrity houses up and down hey, the to world. Listen to show. Please don't take that away from me, for God's sake. And wait, who else? Um, the guy from ACDC listens to it. <laughs> and also the guy from Skid Row. Yeah. And Samantha Fox. Oh, Samantha yeah. Fox. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I this that's a little bad manners. Here's a problem I have, everybody. Maybe you all maybe listeners can help me with this. It can be intervention. I have a timekeeping problem. I thought so. I have a little bit of timekeeping Speak, problem. Meet my friend Catherine Boyle. I don't wear a watch. I don't wear a watch. Why would I wear a watch? Why do you not wear watches? But there's cell phones and then there's people. Watches are for squares. Well, what time is it now? It's time to hang out with you funsters. Yeah, I love it here. I, I have loads of watches. In fact, I lost a watch the other day in here, and so I had to get. I had to buy a new watch. I can't be without that. It makes me feel anxious if I've got yeah, too much anxious, stuff. Yeah, anxious, anxious. But then you're always late for stuff. I'm not always late. Here's the thing. Once I'm out of you the... Were, you were half an hour late for the show this yeah, evening. Yeah, that, was, was. The, that well, was the cabbie's fault. Well. Yeah, but I feel like it's probably part of my... I don't know. There's like a weird aura a late aura or something here's what it is yeah um once i'm out of the house for the day then i can get to appointments but it's like just getting out of the house and i think it might be a little ocd or something um and not to belittle proper you know full-on ocd which is horrible um but i do have the thing of checking things a couple times and then oh i think i need to pee one more time again and i i don't know there's like a little bit of anxiety about leaving the house mm-hmm. but once i get myself out of the house then i'm okay but anyway so the sparks situation was i was a bit and also is a little cavalier because i just thought seven o'clock are they really going to go on at seven o'clock guess what they went on at seven o'clock at, Ron at rough trade strikes me as a very spot-on timekeeper. Oh, you know what's... very precise. You know what's funny? Okay, so they're my friends. That's the other... This, this is, is the cool thing, this, yeah. this is why... This is why it's egregious that I, I, I... They, to this day, to this moment, unless anybody out there wants to drop, drop a dime on me, they think that I saw the show. <gasps> they think... They, yeah, they thought. Hang on, they're your friends, and you've lied to oh, them. Oh no, I didn't. Great ha- show, guys. I, I loved I d- it. I did I say to you, don't tell them. You went, I oh, I have to tell them. Oh no, I didn't say anything. <sighs> I just didn't say anything. They're just happy to see me. So uh, I went back, you uh, know, said hi, and then we went, you know, whatever to get. I say backstage, is in a record store where they went and picked up their, you know. How do you know Spark? When did you? When did you meet Spark? <laughs> I love them. <laughs> this is the only reason we got you in. <laughs> I want, I want to know Ron's his... phone number. Yeah. That's okay. He wants to know how you get to be friends with Sparks. <laughs> okay. I, I met them. I interviewed them years ago. I'm sure they would love you. Oh no, that well, I interviewed they them years ago. And I didn't. I They'd didn't... love you. Oh, I love them. Well, they're yeah. so they're so softly spoken and so quiet and so thoughtful. Yeah. And yeah, then you go thoughtful. and see them in concert, and this huge noise that comes noise. out. Noise! What them. a racket! It's wonderful. Yes. Um, so actually, this will tickle your pickle, yeah. Ian. I met them on a radio show. Wow. We were all guests, and it was on Mark uh, Radcliffe and Mark Riley's show that they used to have on Radio One. Yep, Mark and Lard. And it was uh, exactly, and it was like ninety three, ninety four. And we were all guests, and Russell said to me, you know, we were all getting along famously, and he said, hey, if you're ever in Los Angeles, look us up. And guess what? I was in Los Angeles wow. just a few months later for pilot season. Too bad I'm not an actress. But, uh, yeah, so we, we've we been firm friends for however long that is, like 
I can't do math, but um, yeah, so 94 to whatever year this is. And uh, so we've been buddies. And in fact, I'm on a Sparks record. I'm on the seduction of Igmar Bergman, which is their opera. Yeah. And I performed with them at the um, the L.A. Film Festival in 2011 oh, wow. at the John Anson Ford Amphitheater. Yeah. And in fact, uh, I have recorded a very interesting interview with them that's going to be the basis of a two-part Radio 2 documentary oh, wow. on uh, Sparks that's going to air, I think, in March. And I'll let you know about that closer to the time. But it's Fantastic. we're in. The thing that's so interesting about it is uh, their history, their coming of age. They grew up. They were young men when virtually rock and roll was born. Mm. So they lived in L.A. They were classic L.A. surf bums, volleyball, beach bums. Like you can't even believe it now because they have alabaster, milky white skin and they seem like such Europhiles, which of course they are. But um, they were down on that Sunset Strip as teenagers. They saw the doors. They saw the birds. They saw... Um, uh, T-Rex when they came to town they saw David Bowie this is all in the late 60s mm. early 70s so I'm getting all the stories about that what's amazing as well is um, that for a, a brief period they were teeny bopper stars yeah you know within, when that, that kimono my house came yes. out they were, you know, they were getting the same screaming twelve-year-old girls that were going to T-Rex concerts. Yeah, and, and they stuff. talk about that in in the stock that uh, I still have to put it together. But I did have the conversation, and they they said what a that was really twisting their melon because yeah. they were playing to no acclaim uh, when they started off as Half Nelson, and then they teamed up with uh, their producer Todd Rundgren, and then there was a suggestion like, hey, maybe you need to have a catchier name. And uh, so they came to England, and as Ron said, we thought we were just doing the same stuff that we always thought mm. was great. And suddenly, instead of, you know, the waitress in the back of the empty nightclub, you know, the troubadour or the, you know, wherever they were playing the whiskey a go-go, there they were at the marquee and, yeah, screaming girls and... They were pretty happy with that turn of events. While they was, and they were still, I mean, obviously this time Big Enough was, was a huge pop hit, but they were still playing angular, hmm. interesting, you know... More challenging stuff. More challenging stuff yeah. than Get It On, Bang A Gong. Exactly, and yeah. And getting these girls with their banners going, we want Ron, we want Russell. Yeah. Incredible. Well, you know, they're both lookers. I mean, yeah. the interesting thing about the the style is that Russell's always gone the, the pretty boy route, and Ron did that clever, as it turns out, 2020 hindsight, the kind of um, Andy Warhol thing of looking old his whole life. Yeah. So, you know, so he, he doesn't age. So he doesn't ever age. So he's got, you know, he always had the dour, you know, the look and then the, the tie, you know, the accountant look and the, you know, severe glasses and the severe hair slicked back. And uh, in fact, he was telling me a funny story about how their manager, or maybe it was the record company, got really annoyed when they did move to London, and they both had big, bushy, curly hair. They are brothers. They had the same follicles. And then <laughs> Ron Ron went to some hipster hair place, like Smile or something, and got it all like cut in a in a like twenties matinee idol mm. style. And then yeah, the record company's going, "What are you doing? Like that's your." That's your connection to the girls, but he knew what he was doing. Does he keep the moustache all year round? Oh yeah, it's it's there. I mean, it might 
it might mutate and morph and uh, into different into different configurations. But yeah, no, it, it never leaves his face. We're going to see them next week, next Thursday, I believe, at Shepherd's Bush Empire. Oh, you're so lucky. I'm not going to be here. So I'm not, that was my one chance to see them when, when I missed them. I know. We, but it is, it is the, 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 the thing about it is, is, is it's brilliant pop tunes and it's, I just find them so funny. Oh, they're I find really that, funny, yeah. That Ron's so dead smart. look into the audience for the whole thing with a yeah. few little breaks from it. I just find that hysterical. So it's, like, it's the kind of music that makes you feel clever for listening to it, even though it's all their cleverness. Oh, that's and, a good, good and, way to put it. Yeah. And they have, gr- and they, their songs are packed with jokes. jokes. Lighten up Morrissey. I mean, it's just packed with gags in there. Yeah. Wonderful. And the new album, we rave about it all the time. Hippopotamus. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, for, for a group, and they've got to be in their 45th year at least, to be getting five-star reviews for a, for a rock and roll pop album, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. I think, um, I don't know if they would share this opinion, but I think they were really revitalized by working with Franz Ferdinand. Yeah. And they kind of got, it got them looking at themselves as a rock band again, as opposed to the, the, the two... The two man, you know, two men and a synthesizer yeah. kind of thing. So I think that kind of uh, butched them up a little bit. Good, yeah. James, we're going to put these two ads together. So give us an out time. We're going to put these two ads together, and then we'll 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 let you. Then we'll let you go. Um, but we're not going to tell you how you're going to get home, Katie. That's right. that's the that's the trick. Um, so what else are you up to at the moment? Katie Puckrick Smells yes. is on YouTube. And yeah, that is, and I have well, a blog. Well, I have a blog as well. So I, t- I write about perfume, and uh, I pop up across um, various publications, including the Guardian, writing about smell and other things. Mm. Um, I don't know. You know, you, you can catch me in the airwaves. I'm a rent a quote person. I pop up <laughs> on all those. Those fun, those uh, junk food uh, clip shows where we look at pop culture. Yeah, I just I found myself. It, it, it's ridiculous, you know. Sometimes they give you a call and go, "Hey, will you come in and talk about Kanye and Kim Kardashian?" and and I think I know nothing about them. But then you read like the Wikipedia, and then suddenly I have tons of opinions. That's where the talent comes in, people. That's the trick. BS. Do you, do people do that thing where they say to you, "Hey, you should you should get back on telly. You should." Well, because that's because that's the most. Yeah, I'll phone up Channel Four then. I hadn't thought of getting yeah. back on. It's telly. The way it works, isn't it? You yeah, just say, you "I'm just ready phone now." Up. I'm, I'm I am. I am actually. Uh, funny you should say that because I said that to myself. I, I usually say it every morning to yeah. myself in the mirror. But I am developing some things for television. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. Okay, to do with smell, to do with not perfume, but the whole psychology of smell. Yeah. and how we're controlled and manipulated by it. Well, that sounds brilliant. Would you ever do, you know, Big Brother or The Jungle or any of that stuff? Uh, it 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 depends. You know what I would love to do? Yeah. I, please, if any, if, you know, Jesus is listening or whoever's in Jesus charge. listens, yeah. Um, I know. Jesus loves talk radio. Oh, he's a great fan of it. He's a huge fan. Big fan. Um, yeah, anything, um, you know, ice skating or dancing or, you know, or eating. Those are right. right. <laughs> if I can eat or or show off. But I'm not. So Strictly would be good. Yeah, Strictly. Any They're those... bringing back dancing on ice I'll as well. I'll do it. I'm, I'm in there like swimwear. Yeah. Do it, man. Yeah, do it. I've always been dead against those shows, but I'd, I'd be, I just, I would just kidding? like. kidding? That would be so fun. I would just like a big paycheck for three or four weeks work now. I don't care what it is. If I have to, if I have to pleasure 
you know, businessmen. I don't care. You're already doing that with the show. Well, in many ways, in many ways. But I will go hands-on. I will go mouth-on. You will f- happy ending it. Oh, God. If, there's, if you're going to give me 60, 70 grand... You, your your body is their tool. I've reached that stage in my life. I don't care anymore. Do you know anymore. what? It sounds like a ridiculous idea for a show, but I've seen reality TV these days. Oh. We're about yeah. two Celebrity inches away from Celebrity sex workers. Mm. I mean, it, I don't want to make light of, you know, people who do do that job for whatever reason. But for joy, if, some if, of them do it for fun. Some of them do it for fun. Some of them do it for all kinds of reasons. But you'd be doing it for. I'm just knowing that if 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 I saw Callum Best taking a hundred pounds to suck someone off. Oh, God. You'd watch that. You would watch that, wouldn't you? I'd pay a hundred pounds. <laughs> I would watch that. I I don't even want to hear it. Oh, you don't you're not keen on that idea? I stop talking in you're that ta- way. You say you're talking to T V companies, slip that idea in at the end. If it's going well, say I've got another idea. I've just been told to slip this in at the end. <laughs> I don't like how this this whole broadcast is going. Before we finish, I, I have to say thank you very much indeed for introducing me to a new term um, for the male member that I hadn't heard before. Oh. That was through your beautiful um YouTube channel. Um, yes. a baloney pony. Baloney pony. This is that, is what, is that for a penis? Uh, maybe, yeah. If you ride it hard enough, yeah, you'll be bouncing in its rubbery. <laughs> wow, <laughs> oh my this God. is uh, keeping that one. It's got a little bit fruity, hasn't it? Definitely. Well, it's in the midnight hour, just about. <laughs> um, uh, so the uh, Katie Patrick smells. Yes. Go and go and Google that, YouTube that, yes, find that, find it, dig it. Your Katie Puckrick on Twitter, surprisingly. Why is that surprising? Well, no, I was being sarcastic. It's oh, not okay. that. I mean, that, I just, no one I, went there first. I wondered. I wondered if I missed a trick. I'm really, yeah, I'm so uh, steampunk when it comes to being up with the the kids and technology. So I hate it. I hate Twitter. Twitter's just no. Full I of, like. It's full I, of no, I like Twitter. Well, like, you you have to edit your Twitter feed, yeah. don't you? I I I actually like it because I I follow a lot of people. I I find images and I find interesting inspirational quotes uh, from Yoko Ono. I I heartily endorse following Yoko Ono and Megan Mullally. I like following her. She's, I don't know who that is. Well, she's on Will and Grace, and Will and Grace is coming back. She plays Karen, Karen, the squeaky voice. I've never seen Will and Grace. What? Well, anyway, you need to educate yourself. You need to get with the program. Okay, I think they listen to the show. They do now. I'm so gonna... that's good. Have you written your letter to Yoko Ono yet? No, I'm... my sister wrote to Yoko. Ono I love Yoko in Ono. the '80s, and she wrote back. Right, okay. Tomorrow I'm going to write. Write a letter today. To... I rode my scooter. Tomorrow I write to Yoko. Dude, because I mean, Yoko is. Follow think... her on Twitter because she says really uplifting, cool things that will make you feel good about your life. She's like 82, I think, isn't she? Apparently, her breasts are beautiful. Wow, I always thought Yoko was very sexy. There's a good. There's some footage of of her and John um, uh, at Tittenhurst Park. In about 1972, and she's got a black beret, sort of a green top, brown suede hot pants, mm. and knee-length boots. Gosh, oh, you really yeah. have remembered this oh, outfit, haven't you? It's, an, it's, it's an <laughs> seared, inc- seared it's, on his frontal lobe. It's an incredible. <laughs> and then other parts. I never got this thing where people would say, "Why well, is John Lennon?" Go-? I never. I always thought, "Wow, Yoko Ono. Wow, yeah. she's hot." I mean, yeah. John Lennon was unusual looking, very attractive, but that's partly because of. Of the charm and the kind of cleverness, wasn't it? Yeah, well, that exactly. It's like, no, but you have to have the dolly bird. Like, the guy can look like whatever. Yeah. And then the lady has to look like Barbie. Now, I always thought Yoko was... Um, what I'm saying is, could you get... Can you get Yoko to come in the studio, please? Yeah, sure. Thank Let's just go and find her in a record store. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how to, 
the, and then that because well, I was really excited about chatting to you, and then I had this guy who was even geekier than me coming up, going, "What's everybody doing here?" Yeah, yeah he didn't know what was going on. No, he's, he didn't he's, have a clue. No, why but would then, he gravitate towards you? <laughs> <laughs> But I would, what you did. But why was he in that record store when there was a Sparks concert I think he going was, on? He was just, he was, he was there to buy records. Oh, okay. But, and he, he sensed the a vibe though, didn't he? He saw a crowd. And then he was telling me about an art gallery that he worked at yes, and they in were, Bermondsey. they were having an exhibition of pictures of the Verve. Yes, you really did remember all that. And, and He's been in touch with me on. Oh, has he? Yeah. Good. He's actually a Facebook follower of mine. Well, don't, um, I'm not. Is, is that, was that a dig at us not following your no, Facebook? No, 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 no. But you didn't do your job, mm-hmm. which is to... Pointing to Catherine. Yes. To with, a, with a very, like, magician. A oh, he's always yeah. doing this. You're doing... The fingers. What's, what's the fingers? You're so clawy. <laughs> well, Are you a warlock? I'm, he's I, scratching at my face. I had a dream last night. I could do magic on members of my family I didn't like. And I was muting, Bad magic. My, I was muting my arms. You have some magical tendencies mm-hmm. with your gestures. Yeah. What I'm saying is, Catherine let me down. She should have been a good mate. And you should have got me out of that conversation. I was too busy talking I, to yeah, Katie. Yeah, I know. Look how it worked. Yeah, I'm going to give her a lift home. But <laughs> what, I, I can't believe you're complaining about that. And this is your job. Yeah. But I don't want to talk to him. There's no off button. No. There's no like, oh, we got to go to the next caller. No, there's not. I the, the can't cut people off in real life, right. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But you, we need Oprah to... Oprah can. You well, yeah. <laughs> learn that skill. This is what we need to learn. Katie, it's so lo- lovely to meet you. Thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank, thank you for coming for in. Thank you for ask for, for trying to get me in your cult. I think you've succeeded. Good. Yeah. I'm so easy yeah. and I have nothing going on in my life. You'll never so. want to leave. You have an, any time you want to come on and plug stuff, you have an open invitation. What are you doing tomorrow? You can come in. You can come in any time you want. Um, okay. Are you going to drive her home? Yeah. Oh, this, is so, this is so low rent. I don't Why don't we what are you just talking n- about? We should just do it in my in my flat next time. Sorry? So I don't, I, you don't have to- Let's do this. We're going to do the show from the Casey's show. flat. That's happening. Thank you very much. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here's a message from the Haters Club. Dedicated to the one I love I've been cursed by your wicked kiss Once felt it's forever missed Forever missed I'm a member of the Haters Club And I'm hating every minute of Me without you, you without me Give me some Give me some of that misery That misery I'm a high hater I run with the best like a fader And the witch of the west Poisoning apples to make you ill Like Cruella de Vil I'll set you up for the kill It's such a twisted state of bliss Indulging in such hatefulness
Melanie Coppola is good, isn't she? Isn't she good? And so is Katie Puckrick. Thank you, Katie. Absolutely love Katie Puckrick. How cool was that? Um, and Catherine is now um, uh, in her uh, third uh, career as well as uh, radio presenter, as well as producer. She's now chauffeuring um, Katie home. Let's, let's now, Katie lives about five minutes away from the studio. So that's five minutes there. Five minutes back. Let's add an extra five minutes for, you know, getting in the car and goodbyes and stuff like that. If Catherine's not back by 12.15, we know that shenanigans are going on. I know what these celebrities like to get up to. I know I, I know what they get up to, guys. Um, in the meantime, we have another 55 minutes of radio. 0344... 499-1000 is the telephone number. And my final word on that subject, talk radio bosses, give Katie Puckrick a, a, a Saturday nights, 9 till 12, for goodness sakes. I know I threw my hat into the ring by saying I would do Saturday nights, 9 till 12. I'm taking my hat out and I'm offering you uh, Katie's fragrant hat. Give that gig to her for crying out loud. 0344 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. None of you slackers have been able to tell me how the world is going to end on the 23rd of September. So I guess we're just going to have to suck it up and see. We're just... Uh, by the way, can I just say, I've got terrible indigestion. And, and all through this show this evening, I have been um, battling uh, gurgling noises and all kinds of uh, internal eruptions taking place. And uh, I think I have been very, very brave... And um, have, uh, by keeping it to myself, have not made a thing about it. Hey, how nuts is Ryanair? You know Ryanair? Um, th- the guy that runs Ryanair is bonkers, right? I don't think that's going to particularly land us in, in hot legal water. I, d- I don't understand why they're cancelling the flights. I'm going to read a story in a second that may explain it. But the reason that the BBC News over the weekend said that Ryanair were cancelling up to 50 flights a day is because so many of their flights were late. And so at first I thought, well, that's really petulant. Apparently they have problems with a significant percentage of their flights um, leaving late. So I was thinking, well, that's just petulant and, and, and two fingers up. And then I thought, ah, they must, the fines they must accrue, have I got this right? The fines they must accrue from flights being late must be significantly more than the money they're going to lose from cancelling flights. Does that make sense? Because if a flight is late, you've got, and it's not, you know, it's not an act of God then you've got to pay like 400 euros a passenger, haven't you? Let's read this story, because maybe this will tell us. Oh, look, there's Olivia Newton-John. Um, how is she doing? Is she well now? She's still battling. She's battling breast I like Olivia Newton-John. Good for her. We like you, Olivia. Fingers crossed everything works out for you. Uh, anyway, so... Now, oh, now they're saying it's a it's a holiday rotor thing. I don't be- I don't believe a word of this. Ryanair, can you get that phone call, please, James? Ryanair has and give them a call back and, and, and whack them up. Has admitted it axed up to two thousand flights 
after messing up the pilot's holiday rota. No. No! That can't be right! The budget airline is pulling the plug on 2% of its services, as many as 50 a day, until the end of October. Cocktober, more like. Ryanair's Kenny Jacob says, We have messed up in the planning of pilot holidays. We're working hard to fix it. I don't believe that. Why was that... Why was that not the first thing they said? Because they, they said in the news it was uh, on, over the weekend, it's because they had so many flights that were late. It, they kind of messed up pilots' holiday. Angry passengers are now demanding the firm gives details of all planes being grounded. God damn these angry passengers. What the hell has it got to do with them what flights are being grounded or not? Huh? None of their business. Gran, Karen, Litter. How dare they know it? One What is this? You've bought tickets and you want to know if your flight is going to take off or not? How dare you? None of your bloody business. Gran, Karen, Litton, due to fly from Knock, Ireland, to London Stansted on Wednesday, said, I won't do the accent. I'm going to have a stab at the accent. It's just disgraceful that Ryanair won't tell people if their flights have been cancelled. Holiday bum licker Simon Calder. Now, Simon Calder, he's the um, um, uh, Weasley-looking gentleman with glasses. Looks a bit like Philip Hodgson from the 80s. There's a reference for you radio fans. Um, In a dirty Mac. He, every time there's holiday shenanigans, let's get Simon Calder on. What I would like is um, for someone else who wasn't Simon Calder. When I looked at BBC Radio, we get, let's get Simon Calder on. But because it was only local radio, Simon Calder wouldn't give us much time. If if uh, He would drop you at a moment's notice if Five Live or Radio 4 or Good Morning Britain wanted him. Oh, he would drop you at a moment's notice, Lewis. Let me tell you that for nothing, sir. That's right. That is right, Lewis. <laughs> um, can I can I talk about the end of the world, please? Ah, yes, you can. Do you, all right. So you know about the world ending on Saturday? Um, my birthday is on Saturday. Oh, yeah. And according to a Brazilian senator, yes, senator, <laughs> senator, it's like, it's like a minotaur, uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Planet X is coming for us, man. Who is Planet X? Planet X. Not Dimension X from the Turtles, but Planet X from the real life. I don't even know. Was, was Dimension X the drummer in the Turtles? There's a reference for pop fans. Uh, <laughs> um, so what is Planet X? Well, Christian fundamentalists believe that Planet X, or Nibiru, is heading towards our planet. Hang on a minute. So Christian, Christian, well, here's the thing. All religious fundamentalists are nut jobs, and but But don't say that on the radio, or you might lose your job again, Ian. <laughs> um, There's a man in Brazil yes. who's a senator. Is a senator. His name now, is Tel Mario Mota. Yeah, great name, strong name. That was he my represents... nickname at school. Yes. <laughs> he represents Brazil's northmost state of Romaria. Yes. Have you ever heard of it? I don't know. Um, he's got information from NASA, which he trusts. NASA is aware of the approach of Planet X 
or as it is called, Nibiru. Is it your birthday this Saturday, you said? Yeah. Wait, do you know a guy called Jonathan Theroux? No, I don't know. Ah, it's, his bir- it's his birthday uh, on that day as well. Oh. I just thought you might know each other. I just thought you might... Because we've got the same birthdays. Hey, I've just thought of a brilliant... I've just thought of a brilliant idea to combat loneliness. Birthday parties. Birthday buddies. We're going to call it birthday buddies, right? Here's the thing. So you don't... We don't... None of us have extended families living near us anymore. Or... We don't... I don't even have friends. Get this, Lewis. I don't... A successful broadcast like me. I don't even have friends, right? But here's the thing. If we plotted within, say, a five-mile radius of of your house. So you get a compass, the circular drawing one, and you do a five-mile radius within your house, right? There would be... Do you live in a town, Lewis? I live in London. Right, that's a town. Right in the middle of it. Beautiful, right. Well, in London, within a five-mile... We'll make it smaller for London, a two-mile radius. There will be at least 500 people that share the same birthday as you. I don't know. I reckon, like, 50, maybe. What do you you mean? Why? Within two miles of you? You live in London. London is one of the most densely populated places in the world. Yeah. Like, if everybody was... Well, if if 500 people all had the same birthdays in the two-mile radius, then loads of people would be having the same birthdays. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, and I don't know how this works. Mathematicians, if you're listening, you can phone in and back me up, right? If you're in a room with 50 people, yeah. what, are the odds, um, the, um, what are the odds that someone in that group of 50 shares the same birthday as you? What are the odds? Go on, tell me. Seven to one. Well, yeah, I think it is something like seven. To, it's something... It, the, the odds are that it's... I, I just guessed that, sorry. It, no, the odds are that if there's 50 people in the room, it's something like seven to one that s- someone will share your birthday. Uh, all right. You don't sound impressed by that. Seven to one is that's that is good odds, man. That, yeah, it's good odds, man. Yeah, but like, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> no, I, uh, don't, I just don't know. There, but that right. So hang on a minute. There, there must be, um, there must be about what? Well, I don't know. Anyway, well, we birthday buddies is what I'm saying, Lewis. Yeah. And we become friends with people who share the same birthday as us. But how do we like, start it? <laughs> we, we we start. Brother, we're starting it now. You're now birthday buddies with Jonathan Theroux on Twitter. His name is... Who are you on Twitter, Lewis? Portobello Fox. Right. Right. Hi. His name is Brown Striker. Let me get pen and paper. Hang on. Say hello. I'm tweeting you now. Portobello Fox. Yeah. There we go. Right. I've tweeted you. You're now birthday buddies. This This is flipping brilliant. Okay, so how do we keep it going? Like, how do we keep the chain going? Um, well, we need more people um, who's... Let's just focus on the 23rd of September, right? Okay. We need more people... Uh, by the way, Dennis, c- c- if you're calling, can you call back? Because your phone doesn't take our number when we call you up, you old fool. <laughs> um, we need more people... Right, this is what we'll do. If you're on Twitter, I've just tweeted to um oh the tweet's not come up 
There we go. I've just tweeted to Brown Striker and Portobello Fox. Their birthdays are on the 23rd of September this Saturday. Let's start a chain. Not like in the human centipede. That would be disgusting. But let's start a chain and let's, let's get as many birthday buddies for this Saturday, the day the world is going to end, as we possibly can. All right? And then that's how we start it. Okay. Thanks. Thanks very much, Lewis. There we go. You see, easy birthday buddies. Hashtag, sorry, hashtag birthday buddies. That's how you do it, guys. This is going to be great. I'm going to cure loneliness. I've got it sorted. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Yes, Dennis. Morning. Good evening, I should say. Yes. You poor fellow, you haven't got an extended family very close. No, no, I my don't. Ex- Hello? No. My extended family is within a six-mile radius of yes. my house. By the way, Catherine is now officially late returning. She's up to shenanigans. She's probably having a glass of cocaine. A glass of cocaine. A glass. I've said it, and I mean it. She's having a glass of cocaine. Yes, but then you see, she has to put up with you, so I don't blame her for I her. don't blame her for having a glass of cocaine. No. And a, and a snort of champagne. Yeah, why not? Yes, no, I don't have anyway, any extended family. I don't have. I don't really have any family, Dennis. Don't you? No. Nope. Well, I've just got uh, my six great-grandson, all under the age of eight. Yes, right. Well, well I haven't got any great-grandchildren, I'm afraid, afraid Dennis. Well, I've made it, you see... It's, I'm waiting for this money from you anyway. Dennis, listen, you doubled or quits until your 93rd birthday next May. Well, that's right. I'm on, I'm on the job, don't worry. What does that mean, on the job? There's a horrible image. You should be uh, yes. giving them money before Christmas so I can buy some presents for them. You're rambling more than usual. Does Nurse know you're making this phone call? Ramble. I'm just saying it's time you started to pay your debts. Is that a threat? No, because I will. I will kick the. I will kick people. the. I will kick the sh one t out of you, Granddad. You wouldn't be anywhere near me, my boy. Oh, I would get very near you when you when you when you because least expect it. I'm going to be behind you. Tap tap tap. Bang bang I bang. Still run the marathon. What? Said so I can still run the marathon, so you won't catch me. Oh, you you can barely walk down the stairs. Rubbish! Rubbish! See me skipping around like a two-year-old. Thank you very much indeed. What a load of old... What's what's an absolute lunatic that guy is. Absolute lunatic. Um, We were talking about um, scooters early on. But, like, scooters. You know, the good scooters. A really fun day. Driving into London... Then kind of driving, riding, you know, escorting Catherine halfway home and then turning back. And then I, then as I was driving back, the heaviest downpour of rain. It was exhilarating. Loved it, man. I was on that bike for about four and a half hours today. I was thinking maybe why I had a headache. Because here's the thing. When, I, when you drive a car, uh, of course you have to concentrate. But... I, I quite often, and this is a known phenomenon, dun, 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 um, quite often I'll drive a car and I, I, I won't be aware of half of the journey. Now, it doesn't mean that my concentration has dipped at all. I'm still focused and take us off in, but 
my mind kind of wanders. A lot of it is, is, well, I guess is automatic pilot, you know. But on the scooter, you've got to focus on everything, man, because you feel everything. You know, painted lines on the road, you feel those as you ride over them. Heaven help you if you go over a pothole. Yeah, it really does. So it's like four, it's about four, four and a half hours of absolutely focused, like a laser concentration. And it gave me a terrible headache. Anyway, she, this is um, Kirsty Allsop is the young lady um, in this. I like, I like Kirsty. I like Kirsty. I know she comes in for a bit of stick, but I like Kirsty. She recently revealed she lost two stone by overhauling her diet. Diets, jeez. Man alive. How do, <laughs> how, how's the diet going? It's so hard. Also, I, 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 last night we did a rabbit hole show, and thank you to everybody that came. Thank you to 70% of the people that phoned up. Uh, we, we, Catherine and I came away from it feeling that it was a bit flat, and um, I think partly it's... Um, the shows in London are, are, just seem to be a little bit quieter. I'm not just speaking about our shows. I think that's a known a known thing that happens, that London shows are a little bit quieter. Um, it was in a very, very posh venue. Thank you to King's Place uh, for uh, allowing us to be part of the London Podcast Festival. What a thrill. We're there in the green room where there are bowls of Haribo. They're not even in the packets. They're in a bowl. This was outrageous. And then we're sat on a stage with a huge screen behind us. What the hell? Um, but we came away. Um, and everyone said wonderfully, wonderful, nice things afterwards. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. But we did come away thinking, well, that felt a bit flat. And, and I resorted to um, to basics. I, if, here's the thing. If you see me doing a live show and I'm swearing a lot... That means I think it's not going well and I'm, I'm, I'm resorting to basics. And we, we try and keep the rabbit hole podcast and this show, we try and keep it separate. But, but last night I, we, we relied on loads of catchphrases and memes from this show. So it felt, um, we came away feeling a bit flat. But, oh yeah, I knew there was a reason I was talking about this. Uh, but, um, Julia, I think it was, was very loads of people gave me and Kath, Kath primarily, but they gave us little little presents, which was weird. I felt like um, the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi or something. I think you know, it's people giving us trinkets, and Julia brought some homemade fudge. Now I was thinking about fudge the other day because I had I found some fudge in the kitchen, and I don't really know what fudge is, right? But, and, and fudge, you've got to be so careful with it because quite often fudge is hard and is a bit um, metallic tasting. So when I, when I was given a, given a gift of homemade fudge, I kind of went, oh, well, ah, well. And then this morning I hadn't eaten and I was about to go on the scooter for an hour, well, for, for four and a half hours. Um, and the, the fudge was in the boot of my car. I thought, well, I'll have a little square of this fudge because I need, I need some sugar. Sweet Lord. What the hell has that woman put in there? I've never tasted anything like it in my life. This fudge was incredible. Catherine may not be getting a portion of that fudge. And I know ever since Mike Mendoza had a donut that was laced with LSD in 1987 and tripped out on air, I've heard the audio 
Ever since then, I've always been very anti-eating food supplied by listeners. But what could I do? What could I do? Good evening, Matt. Good evening. How are you? I'm um, um, I'm struggling with uh, indigestion. But what have you got for us this evening? Uh, talking about scooters reminded me um, of when I was 18. I went to Florence for three months. Yes. Because uh, I was an upper middle class tit. And, uh, <laughs> well done, you. Good. Well, well done weekend, for acknowledging it. Well, yeah, you know. One weekend, uh, me and my mates that I'm out there, we decided we'd all hire mopeds. Yeah. And drive up into the hills. Above oh, because you can. When you go on holiday to these foreign countries, um, I don't think they have laws about driving or riding motorbikes because they yeah, just no, rent no, them no, out no, willy no, nilly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No well, helmets, do, none of that. Scooters. And they were, I think, two. 100 or 250 cc yeah maybe not that powerful but they were they were they were fast they were much faster than scooters i've ridden in the uk yeah and we all got on them without without helmets and uh we skidded off and we went off and had a nice like drive around about two hours in we were up in the hills above florence and we came to a bend in the road where there was quite a lot of loose gravel and i lost control Uh-oh. and went head first into a dry stone wall. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Please tell me you knocked the wall down and it all fell on you. Well, uh, I think a few blocks might have come loose. Um, I wasn't wearing a helmet, but luckily I think I hit it at an angle that meant that I wasn't instantly dead. Yes, that's but great. I was that's great. Concussed and completely out of it. And uh, the scooter company sent up a, a van to take me and the scooter back. Well, I think they were more concerned about the scooter than me. Yes, of course. They dropped me off at a hospital in Florence, which it turned out didn't have an A&E. Uh-oh. And I had to walk about 40 minutes to find the hospital that had the A&E. Oh, man up, snowflake! As we go, see yellow, see yellow, see yellow card, we dumped it. You'll have heard yeah. that on Periscope, it's a yellow card. Thank you, thank That's you. That's OK. Um... And they laid me down in the bed for a few hours and kept an eye on me and gave me some fluids and then sent me back to my apartment that I was staying in. Wow. And uh, I was laid up in my apartment, couldn't get up, literally could not get up for four days. Some holiday, could not huh? move. Yeah, yeah, and I had all, you know, all my friends were kind of knocking on the door going, Are you right, Matt? You're right. What's going on? I, I, couldn't answer the door. How dare you ruin their holidays like that, Matt? Very, very selfish of you. It was very selfish of me. Um, but um, the uh, the holiday company, the, the, the not, well, they weren't a holiday company, it was the British Institute of Florence that arranged the yes. trip, um, basically sent a bloke around who interviewed me for about four hours while I was lying on my bed asking me how it had happened and what had happened, were they liable and did I have to make a claim? And in the end, they basically said, we are completely non-responsible, it's entirely your fault, well, you can go home now. Yeah, it did. Which don't, is fair enough. It does yeah. sound like it was your fault, Matt. It was my fault, it was entirely my fault. Any, any lasting injuries? Um, I've never quite been the same since, I don't think. <laughs> I think that was that was the thing that sparked off my general uh, decline into some sort of uh, mental uh, lunacy. Oh, but seriously? Yeah, I think that was the thing, because before that, I oh, was a perfectly no. normal human being, 
And ever since then, I've always been, I don't know, I've always had weird brain activity and yeah. all sorts of you know, weird stuff going on. And it's all kind of, I mean, I, I don't say it, it has any link to depression or, or to any of the other stuff that's gone on, but I don't think it did me any favours. Wowzers. Well, Matt. Anyway, so when, you, when you're on holiday and you're on a moped, wear a helmet and don't be a dick. <laughs> there we go. That, can we send that to, um, to... Let's send that to Zanti FM and Florence FM and all those... Um, which word am I going to choose here? Um, oh, okay. Wonderful um, British radio stations in these holiday resorts. If you're going to wear... If you're going to ride a scooter... Wear a helmet and don't be a dick. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, by the way, if uh, you have a birthday at any at any point, um, and you'd like a birthday, buddy, 0344 499 All you need to know is um, uh, when your birthday is. And what we'll do is we'll we'll put out a plea and uh, we'll find you a birthday, buddy. And uh, then you will always have... A, is that Kath here at last? Un... Bit, here we go. You you can hey. sit you can sit over there. You're all right. Yeah. You're well done. You made it back. Yeah. My, by my calculations, you should have been back... 18 minutes ago. No, They closed her road, so and I didn't have my sat-nav, so did I had you, to wing it. Did you have a glass of cocaine? No, I didn't. You didn't? Okay. I, I, Is I, that a thing? I don't know. Did you go Should in I her, Did one? you go in her house? No. No, I didn't. Oh, you did. Didn't. You did. I didn't go in her house. Can I ask you a question? I really got lost. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Why have you got glitter on your face? Party time? Wow. Wasn't she delightful? She's brilliant. I want to keep her. Yeah, I love Katie Puckrick. She was funny. Um, here's, here's my thing. I'm taking my hat out of the ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, for um, I've offered to the... I said to the boss, I'll do Saturday nights. I'll come in Saturday night or 12. I, my hat is now out of the ring, and I'm throwing Katie's hat into the ring. Give, what? Well, she doesn't want to do it. She uh, may have plans. Oh, tough... Tough luck, girl. I want to listen to her on the radio just chatting. I know. I've heard her cover for other people. She's brilliant. She's so much more than supply teacher. Yeah, she's so good. And she and what was what was lovely is when you've got a guest who you can kind of just you can just throw something at them and then sit back and just let them talk. And it's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. She was great. We got on really well, and she said, we, I said, do you know what? I'm glad the cabs got cancelled. She oh. said, so am I. I had so much fun. All right, girls. All right, calm down. Calm down. We're besties now. Now, here we go. We're talking about scooters, but listen to this. She recently revealed she lost two stones. By the way, I've come up with a new thing that's going to um, make... Well, it's, it's going to make two things. One, mm-hmm. it's going to make me rich. Yeah. And two, it's going to make lonely people... Um, Frangulous? That's not a word. Uh, happy. Okay. Is it going to make me busier? No, no, it's easy. It's called Birthday Buddies. Okay. And what it is... what The way it will work eventually is that um, it, um, with everyone within a five-mile radius of you, if they've got the same birthday as you, they become your birthday buddy. Right. And so they're just like... Because we haven't got extended families and um, there's, um, there's a, there's a, there's a, a Kurt Vonnegut book. 
It's not completely original idea, I'm going to be honest. Kurt, Kurt Vonnegut, book, and I can never remember which one, where he comes up with this brilliant idea for extended families and everybody is given in the future, is given a middle name of, I think there's like about 16 different middle names. And so I might be a Clark, I might be Ian Clark Lee, and you might be um, Catherine Stewart Boyle. Mm-hmm. And that means that anywhere you go in the in, in the world... Um, you can meet up with other clerks, and if you find, if I find another clerk, um, I can go and stay at their house. We can, I can phone up and say, "Hey, I'm a clerk. Can, you, can, I'm new in town. Could you show me around?" And you could do the same with Stuarts. Right. This is kind of like that, uh, and we've already got some birthday buddies sorted out. Um, LJ and Jonathan are now birthday buddies. Their birthday is on Saturday, the day the world ends. Unfortunately, Sad so for them. not long to not long to go. Um, but so everyone within, this is how it works. Everyone within a five mile radius of your house who is, uh, has the same birthday as you is a birthday buddy. Mm. And that means um, that on your birthday, you can hang out with them and celebrate it. But it also means throughout the year, you've got birthday buddies and you can just phone up and reminisce about birthdays and stuff. Well, alternatively, you could get some real friends. No, 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 no. Well, these are real friends. These got LJ and Jonathan are chatting about uh, um, Nintendo Switch and uh, nuclear fallout shelters. It's brilliant. Um so, but we haven't got we, we, very early stages yet. Very, very early stages yet. So instead, I'm asking for people to phone up and let me know their birthday, and I will find them a birthday buddy for them, and they can be friends. I just think it's. I think there is something in this. I think that, we'll see how it goes tonight. We'll bring it back tomorrow. Do it tomorrow. And if it goes well, what day is Dragon's Den on now? Is it Thursdays? Yeah. Right, well, then I'm going to take Thursday off, and I'm going to go... Uh, it's on about 10 o'clock, I think. So um, I'll go to the... Uh, I know the warehouse they film it in. So what I will do is on Thursday, I'll take Thursday off. If it's going well, up until then, and I'll pitch it to the Dragons. And I'm going to make absolute shed loads of cash. Hash, hashtag birthday buddies sounds like a flyer it also sounds like what mums have been doing on holiday for time in memoriam you know no. that kid's the same age as you go and be friends that's well no that's not the same thing at well, all it's exactly the same no it's thing. not it's not it's, these people won't be the same age as you they'll oh. be all different ages you absolute prune They'll Maybe all... gold members, you get exactly the no, same. Age. No, 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 what? You're not even. You're not even in this. Good. So you're not coming to the Dragons Den. You're not going to meet uh, Lanky Peter Jones and um, Deborah Meaden and and uh, Ersatz Pathetis. What's his name? Theopathetis. Yeah, it's not him anymore. It's, it's... Hang on a second. This is this. I know it's exactly that's what I'm saying. Ersatz. Don't you know what Ersatz means? No, I don't. What does it mean? Uh, it means it's German for fake. Is it? Yes, of course. They would have uh, when they didn't have food in World War One. They would have ersatz food, so they would have ersatz bread, which was bread made out of like mud and wood shavings. And they would have ersatz jam, which was um, I don't know what that was, but they'd have ersatz tea, and it was tea. You've never heard the word ersatz before? Yeah, but it's one of those words where I keep thinking I need to find out what that means. But it only pops up like once every ten years for me. Ersatz, so. ersatz, no, ersatz kath. It's like it's not it's not Kath because you can tell it's not Kath because she's good at producing. Good evening, Matt. Do we just speak? Well, it did. Yeah, sorry for calling back again. But I just saw your thing about birthday buddies, and I was you want one? quite keen to see. Right. I wouldn't mind. When's your birthday, buddy? Twenty fourth November. Right. What we're going to do? Stay there. We're going to go to a break. Oh three, four four. And you watch Catherine. You watch Magic Unfold. The, the, you watch 
the um, the spunk of human kindness. What? Is that the phrase? No, I hope not. As I said that, I thought that's they not... had um, they had an ersatz spunk during the war. Yeah, exactly. You see, the Germans they couldn't they couldn't spunk, so they'd um, they'd use like um, soapy water. Um, they uh, used crushed up clamshell. Thank yeah. you very much indeed, Matt. And Matt's a, Matt's a fun guy. I'm talking to you now, dear listener. If your birthday is the 24th of November, uh, we've got a birthday buddy here. He's got a great sense of humour. Uh, he knows uh, historical World, One, World War One references. This is great. We're going to go to some ads. Now is, the, now is the perfect time to call in to get your very own 24th of November birthday buddy. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We're going to get a lot of takers for this guy. I can feel it. So you've got to get in quick. Birthday hashtag birthday buddies exclusively uh, on the late night alternative with with me. Um, Ersatz Ian Lee, Ian, the real Ian Lee, only on Ersatz LBC. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Seriously, Catherine, this is this is great stuff. Uh, we have got Matt. Matt, just remind us uh, when your birthday is. 24th of November. Okay. James, when's your birthday, buddy? James. 23rd of November. What, sorry? My, my birthday's the 3rd of May, so I thought because it had a 3 in it, but it doesn't, doesn't even have a 3 in it. What? But I'm still prepared mm, to be your no. birthday buddy. Mm. Hang on a minute. Mm. James, Matt, you, you go ahead, because I've got so many questions. Mm. But like One is, how the hell did this guy get, get through? Go on, Matt, you have a word with him. Hi, mate. Hi, James. Hi, Matt. How are you? I really appreciate it. Hi, mate. How are you doing? It's um, it's really kind of you, but I thought the whole point was that we had the same birthday, and that's a little bit off. My cat, my cat was born the day before you. I mean, you can have him if you want. I've got a cat as well, so we're both um, in that boat. Um, when's but, he, when's uh, his birthday? Oh, I don't know when it, uh, her birthday was sometime in March, but she was a stray. So, oh, right, because if your cat's birthday was the it. same as, because if your cat's birthday was the same as one of my cat's birthdays, they could have been, been birthday buddies. Yeah, yeah, we, like, y- yes. Um, although I don't think it was cat birthday buddies that was the idea, but uh, I, we can be buddies. I think we should be buddies. We should um, uh, have a date in the future where we. Maybe have a coffee or something, but I don't think maybe maybe a beer it can be birthday buddies. Okay. Well, I'm trying that to not beer on the head, so uh, the, the alcohol. James, is Matt is being very polite, right? I'm good. I'm not. I'm not so polite. Okay. I didn't get where I am today, which is let's be honest, nowhere by being polite. You are you are taking the piss. How dare you? You really are. You are having a right laugh, mate. This is not. There is no. There is no correlation. Your birth. Yours is in spring. Matt's is in winter. It's close. It's no, mate. No, mate. It's not. It isn't. This is an actual viable um, business plan I've got here, 
and uh, I'm here <laughs> to help lonely people, not to help tossers. So James, well, uh, you can you can take. He's gone. Wow, all this is hurting my heart. This is yeah. supposed to be something that was fun. Matt, you were very what a not what a nice guy Matt is, and this is why he didn't ask for this, did he? No, and this is why the 24th of November. If you're if you're listening, it's your birthday. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, Matt, you're a great guy, and you're gonna you are gonna make someone. A great birthday buddy. Sorry, a great hashtag birthday buddy. I must keep remember, remember to keep hashtag saying that. Hashtag birthday buddy, yeah. yeah but can it, I stay on the line and just listen in until you find them? Yeah, 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 of course you can, mate. Yeah. We, we, oh, we, we've we got another ten, literally exactly ten minutes of this show. Um, we we are going to find you a, a, a 24th of November birthday buddy. And we don't want any more chances phoning up. Don't anyone, what, I tell you what we'll do, Matt, is uh, we're going to take calls... This this will get them because sometimes they're a bit shy. We'll take calls straight to air, okay? For the next ten minutes, if you're listening to this, and what I don't want, I don't want absolute idiots like what was that James? Was that James, his name? Yeah. Like James coming and going. Well, my birthday's in May, but my cat's birthday is the date. Jog on, pal. That's not what it's about. <laughs> in fact, when did he say what date his birthday was in May? Third of May. I don't. I don't care. Right, third of May. In the world of birthday buddies, that's not canon, right? That day, the 3rd of May is taken off the hashtag birthday buddies calendar. Because I bet they're all like that. Oh, we're the 3rd of May. We're a bit, a bit... Nah, not having that. So, if you're a 3rd of May, I'm afraid, for the moment, uh, thanks to James, hashtag birthday buddies is not for you, okay? Right, so we're going to only want people whose birthday is on the 24th of November calling in. Here we go. Line two, uh, when's your birthday? 29th of November, all of them people... Get stuffed. Oh, I mean... I'm not... Go he's, away. He's, Go away. he's gone. He, and I know Jerry's got Parkinson's, and I know that for Jerry to actually dial this phone number takes a monumental physical effort that we I can... Don't I, I don't care. I don't... Do you know what... That, I, this guy... I wish my birthday was the 24th of November, because we are so alike. Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. No, I feel for him, but, you know, he, he, he needs to choose his moments. If he's going to expend the amount of energy required exactly. to put in a phone call, just do it for a reason. Um, let's go to line... My birthday's five days later. Hang on a minute. Line three. Line three. You're through to hashtag birthday buddies. Hi, hey, Ian and Kath. Hello, caller. Who's this? David Babcock. It's me, David uh, Babcock. Have we, sp- have, you, have we spoken before? Oh, yes. Lots of times. On this show... On this show, yes, yes. What's his name again? Uh, Barry David Babcock. Sorry? Bad, Badcock. Doesn't... Do, doesn't ring David a bell, Bab- mate. But anyway, and it was definitely this show. James Whale. Be James yeah, Whale. Yeah, I'm a on investigator. Okay, no, well, that that sounds like... So you've been on Howard's show. Oh, okay. it's, um, it's, um, it's Vacuum Penis. Oh, oh, the guy that shagged a Hoover. <laughs> yeah, that guy! Henry's pal. Wow, <laughs> fair. And if, if there were people listening going... What a guy that shag? No, you must be. Uh, you must be joking. I'm not joking, guys. This is absolutely true. Um, hang on a minute. No, um, play the clip. Play my the clip name's off. David Babcock, and I got two of us to come me now. But he's definitely not this guy. Oh, I love Vic Bum. Now, um, so David. Okay, we have spoken before. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, when is your birthday? Well, this this, this buddy is thinking he's a wise cracking fella. I'm his birthday buddy. When when is your birthday? Twenty fourth of November. 
Hey! It's a match. This is fantastic. Well, well this is this is spontaneous. I didn't know this was going to happen. You two have a birthday. Hashtag birthday buddy uh, chat. And what would be great is if you hey, could what? mention hashtag birthday buddies a few times just to build up the, the brand awareness. So where you go, guys. This is great. What's your name, fella? Birthday buddy. My name's Matt. Hello, Matt. Yeah, so you're quite happy that we're, we're birthday buddies. Oh, I'm delighted to be a birthday buddy with you. You are one of my heroes. Ah, oh, brilliant. Well, you're... guess what, buddy? You take the mick out of me with a hoover, you, you, you're chucked. Get lost, no bad. <gasps> oh, it's like that, is it, he's bad put, cock? He's put the phone down! <laughs> I don't think his birthday was the 24th of November. People like people who have a birthday on the 24th of November don't act like that. I don't think he even has a birthday. That guy. I think he. I don't think he was born. I think he was created. Yeah, grown in a lab. Matt, are you speaking? Yeah. Are you speaking to us from a C90 cassette recording that's been warped in the heat? Because you're doing that no, thing that they do on um, on very clever dance tracks now, where it's kind of warped and going in and out. Is it? Well, that's my lovely brand new iPhone that doesn't work. Not not the iPhone X. Is that what it's called? It's called iPhone oh, X? No, 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 no. I'm not that, not that up with the zeitgeist. It's an iPhone 7, but it, it has issues. One day they're going to make an iPhone that can actually make a decent telephone call, guys. And, and when that, when that happens, I'm going to plonk down big dollar. But until then, uh, uh, uh. Line three. When's your birthday? <laughs> Oh, he sounds like a soulmate. Yeah. Line, sorry, line three. Line three, when is your... Line three, when is your birthday, please? Yep. Line three, I don't know if you can hear us. There's a little bit... Just a slight, there's a slight bit of interference on the line. When is your birthday, please, line three? I think we've lost that line. We'll, we'll try and get that caller back because there's a, a, a slight, slight interference there, so we couldn't quite hear. His what... phone still wasn't quite as bad as. Uh, I mean, that, see it? if you can get Ian Bolton on the line because <laughs> his worse. birthday is twenty fourth of November, and if he was around, I, I, I'm quite a fan of his genitals. <laughs> 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 oh man, alive! Uh, I'm a fan of his artistic camera angles. How did he... He yeah, must have long arms. I think he had maybe uh, some sort of extending claw arm. Yeah, maybe. I think, it down behind I his. think he taped it to the end of his cricket bat. Yes, well, this is very sticky Never wicked. <laughs> um, let's go to line four. Line four, you're through to hashtag birthday buddies. Ryan Reynolds! Okay, uh, I, people don't, people, I'm sorry, Matt, people don't seem to be taking this seriously. Listen, if I'm going to take Thursday, if I'm taking Thursday night off to go, I must check that if that's when Dragon's Den is on. If I'm taking Thursday, I'm assuming you can just turn it, we don't need an appointment. The, the crap they let on there, the crapola. Um, if I'm taking Thursday night off to pitch this to the Dragon's Den, then... We're going to need, people are going to need to take this a little bit more seriously. There's only three minutes of the show left, guys. 0344. What, what's your business plan? Um, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the phone number. 0344, 4 1000 we call you back. Um, <laughs> what's your business plan? 
well, with regard to birthday buddies, how do you monetize it? Well, what will happen, uh, Matt, is very, very simple, is um, everybody that um, is looking for a, biz- uh, a birthday buddy, hashtag birthday buddy, sorry, pays me £100. <coughs> yeah, so you now owe me £100. Um, everybody that's called in, even the joke callers... They owe me a hundred pounds. So in the la- here's the great thing, Matt. In the last ten minutes, I've made four hundred nicker. And and here's the even greater thing: it's all cash in hand. I ain't declaring this. I ain't telling Mister Mister Taxman, Mister His Majesty's Revenue. None of that. This is all cash in my back pocket. And I think that's what's going to swing it for the dragons. Cash in hand. Uh, line four. You're through to hashtag birthday buddies. Right. This is. We'll just look in. What can you say? We're looking for someone whose birthday is the 24th of November. There's two minutes left of the show. Matt sounds like a great guy. Let's... There we go. Line five. Line five, you're through to Matt on hashtag birthday buddies. Hey, hello. Hey, caller, when's your birthday? November 1968. Right, we, uh, we need the, spe- the specific date, please. The, the, the date... The day, the number day, and the month. But does it matter? Because 1968, those numbers add up to 24. It matters, yes. That, the, year is, the year is... By the way, this is costing you £100. So if I were you, I'd, I'd play along a bit to get your money's worth. November. The... Um, 1968. Right, he's right. This isn't hard, guys. Come on. Matt sounds like a great guy. We've got 60 seconds left of the show. And what should have been a lock nice... In, lock in, lock in, no, lock in. I, no, 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 because I've got to be up early to go and interview Buck's Fears of all people, yeah, which I'm looking forward to. We, we might do a lock-in this week, don't you worry. Um, but n- can I call back tomorrow? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, tomorrow... Sh- can you yeah. call in at 10 tomorrow, Matt? Um, I will try. Yeah, I might not be around, but I'll try my hardest to be available. You I think call- we can see why, why you've not got friends. No, Matt's a good guy. I like Matt. Matt, tomorrow's show, the whole three hours, is going to be looking for someone whose birthday is on the 24th. There you go. Last 20 seconds of the show. When's your birthday, caller? I'm Billy Connolly, and it's the 24th of November. Hey, Bill, we got Billy Connolly for you, Matt! Oh, that'll do. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll Thanks for that. calling, Thank Billy! You. There we go. We end on a success. <laughs>